the views expressed on the previous program hey, what time are those the of the hosts, guests, start? and callers, and do not reflect those of the Beasley Broadcast Group, its staff, 1030? advertisers, or agencies. The biggest names, the best. Not today. 1050. You're listening to Sports Radio the Christmas uh, trees and the Christmas lights out already. It's not even Thanksgiving yet. we got two days to go till Thanksgiving. And you farbissing a goyim out there, you just can't stop rubbing our noses in it, you know? The rest of us who don't want to participate, who don't want to play the game. Mm-hmm. That was up 130. Well, well, what? at what point do you think it's uh, appropriate to start crack, cracking out the uh, Thanksgiving, the uh, Christmas crap? Oh, you know, January 15th. I had a good Christmas crap and a good uh, Shabbos yeah. crap. Oh, I've been crapping my brains out all morning long. I don't know why. Maybe it's from two days ago. What what day was it that I just ate and ate? Yeah, and maybe because you're just full of it. Well, well, everybody knows that. 
At least I don't deny it like some people. Oh, and speaking of some people denying, so the rumor, according to George, is, well, George heard it right. through the grapevine. Sure. That across the street, they're very pissed off and fired up about the fact that I mentioned, uh, I mean, why wouldn't we mention it? If we have some dirt right. on them, why aren't we going to put it on the air? You know, it's okay for them to trash the hell out of me. Oh, that Rogers, he's stealing my... Yeah, uh, he makes up the numbers, he uh, lies. Yeah, yeah, right. But in the meantime, they're going syndicated from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., five hours right in the middle of the day when people are awake. It wasn't bad enough when Joel Feinberg pulled up stakes, and he, he flew the hell out of there. He knew when the hell to get out. They're flailing and failing. Their numbers are pathetic. Not that we got anything to scream about, but at least we admit it. I admit it. The rest of our station, we don't talk about it because what's it got to do with the game? You know, what's it got to do with the game? So 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., they're going syndicated talk, like sports, you know, like Jim Rome or whatever the hell they're going to yeah, put on. I don't know what it is. Something really good, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, because syndicated sports in this market always gets at least a, oh. and usually right around a oh. share. So what happened to their big superstar, Jorge Sedano? I guess they gave up on little Jorge. And and, and the interesting part of all this is what can they be spending right. in a day? What by can they be by the way, and this yes? is just a rumor. Yes. Just a rumor. Mm-hmm. Is that um, they're going to move Jorge into Sid's slot? Ah, just a rumor. And where's Sid going? That's uh, you know TBD. I have a feeling maybe, I know where he's going. Maybe away. Bye bye bye. Oh no. Bye bye. Just bye. a rumor. Mm-hmm. That's the latest rumor across the street that Sid the Kid is on the way out. Maybe maybe he's going to take that job at Sirius. Sirius. Let's see how the Sirius stock is doing right now. Okay, let's see. Sirius XM Radio Inc. The stock is 15 cents. It opened at 17, but it's already down to 15. Oh, no. How do you like that? 15 cents. A bargain. A couple bucks worth of that? How about $10 worth? I mean, six, six shares for 90 cents. So say six shares for a buck. So ten bucks gets you sixty shares. I'm serious. Fifteen cents. I'm going to tell you something too. The um, the Thanksgiving from now till the end of the year, we all ought to have off. Because if we're going to depend on the audience, like like this uh, email thing, I'm looking at it right now. No items in this view, and the stuff that did come in this morning, I wouldn't wish it on Sid the kid. That's how bad it was. So he's getting blown out over there, or else he's going to take that series. He's leaving maybe. one way or the other. He's out, maybe. That's the rumor. We don't, want, we don't want to start any false rumors, although why not? So Jorge Sedano is getting shoved up to mornings, and they're going to put on um, totally uh, free midday uh, syndicated crap. So they're giving up 10 to 3. It's called capitulation, right. baby. Like Might he's as well. Stuck. Huh? Might as well. Might as well what? Give up. Yeah. Well, we sure have in some day parts. I know that. <laughs> oh, uh, talk about uh, reading my mind. Yeah, we've given up. Because what, what did I tell you a long time ago? When it comes to competing, see, it's really ironic. The greatest irony of the whole thing is that here's a jock-sniffing radio station right. that's all about athletic competition. But when it comes to competing, these people don't want to. Oh, we don't want to. No, we don't want to. they're part of the fraternity also. You know, the one that we're not in. What does that mean? That these are frat brothers on these two radio stations. That's why we, you know, we we, uh, fat we, brothers? we help each other. You we don't want to compete Chris with again? that radio station. You picking on fat Chris again? No, not me. 
Let's have the Fat Brothers show, the Beast, Fat Chris, and we can bring the Humper back. Please not. And who else? And Josh Zach. Friedman. Let's bring Zach. him back. And Zach. Although. The unctuous Zach Krantz. Gotta, gotta move up and out now. Gotta, you know something? I'm never gonna forgive him for that. <laughs> that was the worst act of. He, he's, he's a uh, sabotage. In fact, it wouldn't surprise me if he shows up across the street with the, what's his name in the morning? Jorge Sedano. Nice supermarket though, Jorge. No speaky English, but good supermarket. Okay, let's see what we do have on the emails here. It's pretty weak. It'll take, you know, maybe till the first break. Oh, here's the interim poll we did yesterday, boys and girls. It was inspired by some chronic crank out there. Oh, the Eisner Mickey bits are boring, and the audience hates them, and they suck, and you suck, and bad. So we did a little interim poll on this to see, you know, instead of just one or two Ojean Provocatorum, Let's find out what the take of the audience is. What's your take on the Mickey Eisner bits? 446 votes. I love them, 283. 63.5%. I love them. I love them. They're okay, 73. WTF, 47. What the? And I hate them, only 43. 9.6%. In last place out of the four categories, I hate them. 43. And probably a couple of those Ojean Provocaturum Goyam, they probably voted several times just, you know, just to grind it in because... Ah! We're angry. We're a hostile. We're just pissed off. We don't know why. We just, yeah. So 43, 9.6%. Overwhelming, they love them. In addition to which, guess what? When it comes to the bits, I mean, there's so few we, we're allowed to play anymore anyhow, right. so I'm going to play whatever the hell I want to play that, that we're allowed to play. And maybe a little tiny bit of uh, stuff we can't play. Then we even had that one about... Uh, Oh, and now I'll tell you another really terrible bit that we're tired of hearing, which we can't play it anymore anyhow, we haven't played it in, in years, is uh, this. Hi there, boys and girls. Yeah, playing bagpipe. That's a classic. One of, one of the all-time classic best. Some of you people, your taste is in your tuchus, okay? In your tuchus. Here's Madeline, who sends me an email yesterday evening, 6.26 p.m. I think I might have been taking a BM around 6.26 p.m. And it says, subject, Neil is angry today. Maybe it was that time of the month, Madeline. Madeline says, hello, I downloaded Monday's show and I'm listening to it now. What's the matter with Neil? He's grumpier and lacks his usual grumpy man charm. I don't understand why his mood fluctuates so much from show to show. Let me give you one little clue to that, Madeline. I'm human. Oh, no, we didn't know that. Yeah. Why his mood fluctuates so much from show to show. Can you tell me what that means? I don't know. Why Why does it? Maybe we ought to find out why Madeline's mood fluctuates so much. Maybe because she's a woman. Please tell him to check his blood sugar or avoid stimulants like caffeine. I don't uh, consume caffeine, which can cause a drop in serotonin levels, especially in those with diabetes. Serotonin, if you don't know, yeah, we know, is the hormone responsible for positive moods. Oh, let me go get some candy then. Also, eating bananas helps as they raise natural levels of dopamine. Well, let me see if I can go find me a good banana. Maybe Matt Castle ain't busy right now. He's the top banana in Beantown. Madeline? How come his mood changes so much from show? Just another stuch. Just another shot. What kind of cheap shot can we take? Once we open up the emails, man, it made the phone calls seem fantastic by comparison. Every malcontent, every misfit, everyone with a little eh, eh, is on emails. If it's actually like a comment or something worthwhile to say, it does, it, they become non-existent. The beginning, the first couple of weeks, boy, was great. And they said what they had to say, and they uh, disappeared. Oh, here's some. 
An article. Here's one from Ron, an article. Student arrested for passing gas at school. Yeah, we had that story yesterday. Did you ever find out what the drilling was, says Adam, I have no life in the Kitchener-Waterloo? Yeah, the drilling is construction, and by the way, it stopped. I went down and complained. It stopped. Here's one that says, oh, this is from Grubber Tuchus, who's obsessed. Oh, look at this. Come on, the Eisner Disney poll was so wired in favor of the bit, George must have voted 50 times plus all your suck-ups. If he had a poll that read, what current Neil bit should never be played again, the winner would be between Disney, Eisner, and Chris Matthews. Does this guy got good taste or what? Wow. Both are extremely boring. Both are not funny. Both cause major listener tune-out. Well, why don't you tune it out, okay? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Please, please, no more of either bid. Not bit. Bid. George may love them, but remember that a-hole George still thinks South Park, American Dad, and Simpsons are hilarious. He definitely has a juvenile sense of humor. Plus, I think he's uh, hit his head too many times on the skating rink floor. Yeah. See what I mean? Covering what I just it got all, yeah. Talking about? Bah! Bah! So, good morning and happy Thanksgiving and... Bah! Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. No portion of this program may be reproduced without the express written permission of WQAM BC Broadcast Group Incorporated. Wonderful WQAM Hey, it's Chris Matthews from Hardball on MSNBC. I'm as giddy as a Catholic schoolgirl going to see the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> I'm literally tingling all over my body. <laughs> I'm having the sensation I'm back in high school in my prom date is Heidi Fleiss. I literally feel like I've eaten a York peppermint patty and a cold breeze is blowing through my hair. I truly have not felt this good since Nancy Pelosi accidentally brushed her hand against my man junk in the congressional elevator. <laughs> I feel as if I'm completely naked on top of a mountain eating pepperoni pizza and drinking chocolatey yoo-hoo. My complete and total disregard for fairness has actually worked out in my favor. I think the only time I may feel more happiness is when I have to sit down and write out what I owe in taxes for the year, and it's almost half my salary. <laughs> it's going to be great. Of course, there are moments that may come close to that happiness, like interviewing the opposition, people who voted for John McCain, like this poor slob. How do you feel, sir? Well, I, I think can't hear you. Uh, Go ahead. I think Tell me how you feel. What I What's going to... through your brain? I feel that the American... Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, gee. Go ahead. What do you want? Go ahead. Let me Go finish ahead. Your... Thought. Then I'll have to let you finish your thought. My guy won. <laughs> and Chris Matthews, Hotball, MSNBC. Oh, yeah, those bits are terrible, you know, between that and the bridge tender and um, playing bagpipes. Yeah. And certainly Mickey and Eisner. I think maybe on Thanksgiving Day, since the Beast and who else is going to be on on Thanksgiving? Jesse, I believe. Oh, the Beast and Jesse. Well, that's half a loaf of humanity there, Jesse. Eisner. Yeah, they could just Eisner? play that for Eisner? four hours. Eisner. Sure. And sure, get a bigger number than Sid the Kid. It's one thing to have a big mouth. It's another thing to have numbers to back it up. He does Lawrence Welk radio. You know, a one, a two, not not a three. He never gets to a three. One, a two, and sometimes a oh like that. Eisner. But they can talk a big game over there with open up a big, stupid mouth. Anybody can do that, but the fact of the matter is they're, I think they're on their way out. That'd be a good poll. Which one's going to go out of business first, Sirius or Waxy? The ticket, 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 huh? Which one's going to go under first? Dow's up 99, although Hank Paulson's speaking. It was up more than, it was up more than that. And he's opening up a stupid mouth. And, and by the way, fake Tom Jicker, nobody cares about Alan Combs, okay? He doesn't even exist. Oh, Hannity and Combs split up. Nobody cares. 
he was just he was just the stooge. He was the in-house stooge uh, for uh, Hannity to pick apart. Didn't work too well, did it? Oh, here we go. In the wake of the expansion of the Bubba Love Sponge Empire, Cox Active Rock WHDR Morning Man Jay Lalonde exits. Woo! This is also from the fake Tom Jicka, who's very busy today. Lalonde says, I want to thank Kevin Vargas and Mike Disney for my three years of 93 Rock. Did you ever hear of him, Jay Lalonde? Nope. Did you ever hear of him, Fatso? Nope. Never heard of you, Jay Lalonde. Three years in the market, never heard of you. So thank Mike Disney all you want. Go kiss him on the red nose. Wow, when Brenda McElmore showed up to get her hair dyed at a local J.C. Penney salon in Downey, California, she probably didn't expect to hear no. Unfortunately, that's exactly what happened. According to McElmore, the receptionist at the front desk told her, we don't do African-American hair. McElmore says she was astonished to be denied service strictly because of her race. Now, it wasn't because of her race, it was because of her hair. After writing several letters to J.C. Penney about the incident, they represented responded with an apology explaining the salon's receptionist didn't feel the salon's employees had the technical proficiency to perform the service required. McElmore was not satisfied with that answer. If you only want color, I'm not asking for a perm or style or anything else. It doesn't take a special person or special skill to do that, she said during a press conference last month. A press conference? How do you like that? Well, she went to get her hair done. Now she's doing press conferences. McElmore recently called upon prominent defense attorney Gloria Allred to represent her in a lawsuit against J.C. Penney. In the lawsuit, Allred charges that J.C. Penney violated California's UNRWA Civil Rights Act, which prohibits businesses from denying services based on race. We don't do African-American hair, they said. How do you like that? Mm-hmm. Oh, here's an attachment from somebody that says, this is great, and I'm still deleting it. What part of don't send me attachments and don't send me links... What part of that do we have to explain to you? Maybe we ought to go, like, on TV and draw a diaphragm. Right. The part where you say don't is the part that they don't Oh, understand. this is great. And there's, a, you know, the paper clip, and I just deleted it. You blame me? No. I don't have time to potsky around with that, okay? Say something. Instead of sending me some stupid article, I mean, the last one was good about the, the lady with the hair. Yeah. Here's one that says, Hey, Uncle Cornelius, will you be playing The Rack on Thanksgiving Day? If you haven't made plans yet, please do, son Andrew. I won't be here. Neither will George. Nope. Oh, here's one from the fake Clarence. The rumor George heard is true. Sid, the kid, will be coming to QAM. He'll take over Big O's morning slot. Oh, yeah, right. I'm going to tell you something. If they brought him to this station... Listen, don't discount it. If it's a stupid idea, they're bound to like it. Oh, my God. Talk about a death wish. Also, Fat Chris and the Beast will be working together on his show. Tell Fat Chris I hate him, and I hate him being on your show. That'll take effect January 9. Thanks, fake Clarence. The fake Clarence says Sid the Kid's going to be doing the mornings, 5 to 7 a.m. Now, what do you think? Do you think they're really that stupid? Yes. That's not to say that they will. I'm saying they're that stupid. Um, I don't think it's going to happen, no. They are that stupid, but I don't think it'll happen. <laughs> oh, let's hear it for Fat Chris. He admitted they are that stupid. Chalk one up for Tubby. You must uh, be on your feed today. You must be getting ready for a big Thanksgiving feast. Now, what don't you like cranberries? I just never got into cranberries. I, I, don't, I, don't, like, I like cranberries. I don't like cranberry sauce. Oh, well, I don't like that gel. You know, what, what yeah. is that, mm-hmm. cranberry sauce? Yeah. Like in a can where it's like a... Oh. Yeah. That's nasty, but cranberry but like cranberries. Dried cranberries are great. Oh, good stuff, man. Sweet. It's really good. 
The best part, of course, of the Thanksgiving dinner is the stuffing. Anybody yep. who denies that has got taste in their tush. The Dow is only up 82 points. It was off to a really good start. And then Hank Paulson started, bup, 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 and they all looked at him like, are you crazy? Why don't the whole Bush government just resign now? Retire! Huh? Why don't they do that? Just have a little decency. Obama's already working feverishly to put his economic uh, group in place, and they're grouping and groping, and get him in there already. Get You know, we don't like you. And that includes Hank Paulson. Everybody hates you like poison. No items in this view. I guess they shot their load this morning. 661 votes on the poll. What do you think? We got a shot at 1,000? I don't think so. Yeah, I think so. Two days before Thanksgiving. People are busy now, man. They're busy. I would die if anyone ever found out that I blank. I have nothing to be ashamed of. 338. Half people, liar. That's what I vote. Liars. Spank my weenie, 98. I mean, come on. Grow up already, will you? You would die if anybody ever found out. That's like saying I thought if, everybody if anybody knew. ever found out I had, took a BM. I thought everybody did that and everybody knows it. Yeah, well. Have sex with prostitutes, 46. What's wrong with that? I'm alcoholic, 33. I wonder if Disney voted on this poll. Voted Republican, 25. I can understand. Listen to Neil, 24. That's right. That's our closet audience, 3.6%. In the closet. Get stoned at work, 17. Well, I didn't know George voted on this. I don't get stoned at work. Sleep with a teddy bear, 16. I'm gay, 14. I would die if anyone found out I was gay. I'm a virgin, 13. I'm a crossdresser, 12. Voted Democratic, 10. Enjoy ballroom dancing, 7. Watch soap opera five, binge and purge three. <laughs> Out of six hundred and sixty-two vote, Dow's up eighty-eight. Not not too great, but at least it's continuing in a positive direction after Friday and yesterday. And isn't that great? Yep. Here's one that says, where where is it? Oh yeah, from Jerome, Jerome Scroggins. I am buying Sirius, spelled C Y R E U S. And I'm going to be rich, and I will not share my newfound wealth with George. Signed, Tiny in Crap Coral. Isn't that cute? Sure. Yeah. I'm not sure I understand These it. emails make you really scared to even go outside. Okay, will you play the rack tomorrow, then? No, I will not play the rack. We can't play the good stuff anyway, so what's the point? Yeah, I know about Tony Cigaretto, okay? Oh, Brandon, give me a break. Is this my friend Brandon, the real Brandon? I got the story. I got the whole thing. Oh, God. I had tipsters at WTVJ let me know it was going to happen soon, but not this soon. Tony Cigaretto's retiring at the end of the year from a WTVJ. Thanks, Brandon. I got it. Brandon's, well, it's, you know, holidays now. People don't have the A material. Eh? Are you cracking your knuckles again? Yeah. yeah. God is going to punish your ass. The biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names. The best talent. It's the big dog, Joe Rose. Weekday morning, 7 to 10. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Neil God. Oh, Fat Boy sent me uh, some crap. Go away, Fat Boy. Go away with all your boyfriends from the ticket. And stick it. Stars are already selling crap for Christmas. Oi! It's too damn early. I don't want to see mistletoe or cans of that spray on snow. There's plastic Santas everywhere I go. Stores are already selling crap for Christmas. It's too damn early. 
560 WQM. Let's take a look at that Tuesday schedule on QAM. We got the big O. Rock solid. Two to four. Mad Dog at Chula's four to seven. Dolphins tonight seven awaited. Just an abomination of an hour. And then we got Oh Hurricane Hotline eight to nine. Why is that? Um, probably because you... Thanksgiving's on Thursday. Oh, and then uh, nine to eleven we got DA. Nine to uh, what? Nine to eleven says DA, and then midnight to five ESPN Radio. So eleven to midnight, we must be doing transmitter maintenance. It'll probably be DA nine to midnight. Well, don't assume anything when you're dealing with this program director. Well, How'd that's the true. But that's what it was last, last night. How the Canes do? Come on, nobody even emailed me on that yet. They win? Do they lose? Does anybody care? No. Obviously not. So Jeff High, a regular Ojean provocateur, tub of crap. Happy Thanksgiving, Fat Boy, and, and you want to know how I know it's from the real one? How do you know? Because it's um. It's about, uh, evidently, uh, S- uh, Sedano, Jorge Sedano went nuts some, about some rant about me. And, of course, he's got a paperclip attachment on there, Fat right. Boy, and I, I just, deleted uh, it right away. Check this out, and I deleted it. Oh, well, I forwarded it along to you. I don't know if it came from him. It's amusing. Why, why do uh, I... What do you mean it's amusing? Oh, it's amusing. Listen to it during a break. I just did. What did he say? He said that um, he beats you in the ratings. He beat you no. during the election. I know. That's no. why it's amusing, and um, and they're doing great over there, and they beat us all the time, and uh, he beat you. Is that you, why they're uh, going syndicated during from election year? And, uh, and that's not true. Uh, what you it said about true. them going syndicated isn't true, and uh, a lot of things. Anyway, so this this started this message started with Ozzy Rodriguez, producer of the Jorge Sedano show, who took that clip and forwarded it to Howard Davis, who's the bishop <laughs> over there at Lincoln Financial Media, and then uh, from Steve White, and then it went to um, let's see. Somebody else, Tony Viscardi, whoever that is at the ticket, and then he sent it along to Hester, Jerry, and Jeff High. So we know it's the real fat boy, Tubby. <coughs> Jeff High. See, one thing about you guys across the street, anything that you send to Jeff High, he'll immediately send to us. So just keep it up. Just keep They've got a real leak over there, man. Talk about a mole. Oh, yeah. They're all moles over there. God almighty. They've got like an open pipeline. Every time somebody farts over there, we smell it at QAM. Even all the way up here, I can smell it. Oh, God, it must be that Howard Davis again. Not to be confused with that. So he beats me in the ratings. So when was that? During uh, an election. You listen to it during a break. It's uh, funny. I'm not going to. And and he uh, talks about how uh, hot for him you are. Right. Swishful thinking sounds like to me, fag boy. Uh, I'm not going to listen to it during the break. Don't you understand I don't care about them? No, I do understand that. Why would I waste my time ne- Nevertheless. Because it's let me, amusing. Let me say, say it again. Why? I'm not getting into a tinkling contest with a bunch of losers over there, okay? Who are putting five hours of syndicated talk on in the middle of the day? Tony Viscardi was one of them? Yes. 
senior accounts executive. Oh, one of the sales holes over there. Well, he must be a fat boy's buddy. They must you know, go out there and rub elbows and asses out there on the street, you know. You know who else is a senior account executive? Who's that? John Wiener. Stu Gotts? Uh-huh. Is a sales hole? Yeah, he's a senior uh, account executive slash host. I thought he's a, a superstar radio host. So they got the sales people or the air people selling and the uh, selling people on the air. Oh, my Remember, God. Remember, he used to be wow. like the PD oh also, and then they, they said he sucked, I guess, so they uh, made him a sales guy also. He sucks. From Eleanor Brecher. Oh, now what is uh, Ron in Michigan? Will you get a life already? And it's a it's a clip from an article she wrote months and months and months ago when we were having our big uh, contretemps there with uh, Jolly Joe Bell. After a decade of QAM, the King of South Florida talked. Neil Rogers had enough, but a beep, but a boop. And then it says here, how old is this article? Still listening in Michigan. Old, Ron. Not as old as me, but it's old. I'm not going anywhere. Nobody wants me, okay? And at least I'm honest enough to say that. Nobody wants me. I'm, I'm pretty sure these people don't want me either, but I'm, I got that deal, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm going to stay here just out of spite because I'll take the money, number one, and number two, just to spite. Remember that word in that article yesterday, spite? Yep. And that email I got, it was a good email, too. We had some good stuff yesterday, leftover from the previous week. Too bad we ain't got no more leftovers. After Thursday, you'll have lots of leftovers. That's one thing about stuffing. As good as it is um, fresh out of the bird... Leftovers. Oh, Thanksgiving leftovers are fabulous. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Mm, this Tur- a turkey sandwiches. Oh, here you go. George sent me, uh, this is great. Yeah. And George wrote, you wrote this is great? No. Oh, Fat Boy wrote this is great. It's not great. Anything that Jorge said, he's a groupie. He's uh, one of my groupies, for Christ's sakes. And all of a sudden, he's a talk host over there. The Canes you know, won 80 to 45 last All night. right. 80 to 45. What do they play? A girls' school? San Diego. Oh, like I said, San Diego. What a bunch of pansies. Armando, the fake Armando, says, The other day I saw the new picture you posted yourself on the website, and the next night I had a dream with you. Really, no lie. How? Now, George, does that make me gay? Anyway, have a great holiday. Oh, God, get a life, Armando. Get a life. Here it is, UM80 San Diego 45. Somebody uh, emailed it to me. Wasn't that nice? Yep. Here's one from the Open Toolbox. Homelessness, preparing to solve an existing problem, and it's not even, my name isn't even on here. You know what I mean? I, I think mm-hmm. the audience should, should get a real taste of the kind of swill that comes in on this email. It's a press release about homelessness, and it's sent to the media from the Open Toolbox. <laughs> oh, God. I told you these emails were going to be the salvation of this show. Oh, listen to it during the break. Listen, I, I was really surprised at you. What makes you I wouldn't I'm, have sent it. What if, makes you think I'm interested in anything any of those losers have to say over there? Normally, nothing. But yeah. I thought it was so ridiculous that you would chortle. Well, I, I it is pretty chortling. funny. What? It is pretty funny. Well, good. I already deleted it, and I'm not bringing it back. Jorge Sedano. Everything I mean, he says is wrong. Yeah. Is untrue. Nothing. What do you want him to say? Admit that they suck over there and we pound the crap out of them in the ratings? Should I get the trend out again? I mean, I wouldn't waste the time doing it, but should I get the trend out and read it again from last week? Did they beat us in the summer book or something that I don't know about? No, they did not. In in middays? Not even close. All right. Why is he saying that? Not even close. Because he's a liar. He's a freaking liar. Oh, okay. They think they, like most people in the market, they think when they talk about ratings, they can go on the air and make up any numbers they want. 
They don't realize that I've been doing this on the air for like 25 years, giving ratings out, and that when I give them out, whether they're good, bad, or indifferent, I give out the real ones because they're right there in black and white in print, and people can verify it and check it out. Jorge, no, not you. Oh, I know. Jorge Supermarket. I don't know what he's bitter about if he's really going in the morning there, morning drive. Boy, he's going to take a dive in morning drive. You think Sid does bad in there? Wow. Joe Rose will pulverize his ass. Oh, here's uh, from your friend Grubber Tochas, the one who doesn't like this bit and doesn't like that bit. Oh, yeah. This is just another sour bastard, okay? Just a professional sour bastard. Mm -hmm. If George is covering for you on Thursday and Friday, no, he, George is not going to work on Thursday, okay? George don't work on Thanksgiving Day. He's a big shot. Then please tell him that there are three things we do not want to hear. This is the guy who's appointed yeah. himself uh -huh. as the as the individual uh, who will tell us what yeah. they the I know something I don't want to hear. Want to hear not what they do want to hear, what they don't want to hear. One, yeah. rock music. Who the hell wants to listen to rock music on an AM station? Two is vasectomy pitch. We know he gets a sawbuck for every snip he refers. And three, the roller rink. It's all teens and preteens skating along with George on pedophile patrol. <laughs> I know something I don't want to hear. This guy's these, emails. These emails, yeah. yeah. From Grubber, Grubber Tuchus. Oh, as my if. God. Yeah. Biggest names. You want to hear this as much as I want to hear Jorge Sedano and Nick. The biggest names. The best talent. It's the Mad Dog. Jim Mandich. Jim Mandich. Afternoons, 4 to 7. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Neil. God. We're back with one of my favorite people, Tom Cruise. But first, let's get to something Thanks. a little more serious. Sure. Bring it. What? Okay, what happened with the guy who made charges about having a relationship with you, though? Where we are now is, is, a, is really a beautiful, beautiful place. Madly in love. Come on. Oh, yeah. I know what he wants. I know, I know... Put it delicately. ...how to play his stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? I get it. What's important to me is casual sex. No kidding. And the pornography and all that kind of stuff that's accessible on the Internet. You know, I'm sure you have that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love stuff like that. Right back with Tom Cruise after this. <laughs> hey, Tommy. You can hear it. You fairy. Hearing that laugh, you know, that ladylike laugh. Yeah. So anyway, just just to humor you because you uh, you get allowed yourself to get suckered in by that Jorge Sedano crap. All right. Maybe it's the name that did it. Must be. So I went into my drawer, my ratings drawer. Okay. Here are the monthlies for the... Um, Summer, men 25-54. First of all, here's the men 18 plus. Men 18 plus in the uh, summer book, QAM 3.1. Cross the street, not on the first page, not on the second page. A tutu. Oh, he'd look lovely in a tutu. And then in the August, September, October trend, we had a 3-4, they had a 2-3. Oh, making a gigantic move there. They went from 18th to tied for 17th. So it wasn't men 18 plus. And was it men 25.54? No. No. Let's see, July, we had a 2.9, they had a 1.3. From 10, this is 10 to 2. Mm -hmm. In August, 6.6, .6, they had a 5, which they'll never reach again, trust me. Uh, in September, we had a 3.6, they had a 2.9. And I don't have the extrapolation for October, but I'm sure we beat the snot out of them. Just keep going on here and lying about ratings, you know, and keep lying about it, making them up. So that, that's why I don't waste my time responding usually to crap like that. And you allowed yourself to get suckered in because Fat Boy sent you that crap. First of all, when you saw it came from Fat Boy, you should have gone, Bleh! My like copy that. didn't come from Fat Boy. What? My copy did not come from Fat Boy. Who did it come from? Uh, T.C. Meister, whoever that is. T.C. Bubba Meister? Yeah, Bubba Meister. Mm-hmm. Who's that? 
I don't know. Well, somebody will inform us, okay? Somebody will let us know who T.C. Bubblemeister is. Made-up name. Probably uh, uh, probably uh, Petey Lenny. Although, why would he make up the name? He would, he'd be bragging about That's the right. fact he was sending it to us. He'd be rubbing it in. Oh, it's Petey Lenny with the inside scoop. Another Radio Yenta. The market of the Dow is only up 21 points. It was doing nicely, and then Hank Paulson opened up a mouth and bop, 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 beep, 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 and all of a sudden, <laughs> went down. How serious doing, by the way? Georgia was sitting there at 15 cents. I'm waiting roll? to see if, if Maria's going to tell me it's a real buying opportunity today. Maybe if it goes down to about 12 or 13 cents. I might buy, I might buy five or ten dollars worth. Here we go, I'm clicking on it, and it won't even open up. It won't even go to it. Serious, XM Radio Stock Inc., and it's just, it's just stuck there. Why do you think that is? Huh? I don't know. Huh? I don't huh? know. I mean, like summer last night. Huh? Oh, the Dow's going to go in the negative. It's up 1.75. It's going to go in the negatory. Uh-oh. Florida judge. Clear the way for Martin Gill, who challenged the law to adopt two foster children that he's been raising for four years. Attorneys for the state plan to appeal. Judge, Florida judge rules in favor of gay adoption. How do you like that? You know, this will not open up. You think it could really be that bad, serious stock? Maybe it's got a minus in front of it, like Maybe. the guys across the street with their numbers. Boy, they're, they're really a hoot. I remember back in the beginning when they first went on the air, they got some wired 18 to 34 male diaries. And so they had, you know, like one trend that carried them for three months. Oh, this is going to be our demo. We're going to own it. And all those guys across the street are so old. And blah, 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 blah. Oh, I remember that. And then once that wired diary month disappeared and the real numbers came in, they were like with a minus in front of it. started with a oh. like that. You guys can talk all you want, and you can suck around with Barry Jackass all you want, and all these other media losers. The fact of the matter is, it's an experiment that has failed. I mean, it's questionable whether there's room for one sports talk station in the market anymore, because this is a format that's just, oh my God, talk about running its course. Wow. But we got four of them now. And of course, the guys over there at, uh, at James Crystal Radio with their oh, point. Oh, 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 oh. Nothing. Frederick in Naboka says, you're right, the email sucks like the doll fans. That's cute, doll, D-O-L-L, doll fans. The fake Roger Magowin, who can't even spell Magellan, at Ugamunga at Yahoo.com. Yeah. Yeah, Tony Cigaretto is, I'll get to that, retiring from NBC6. I think the ears got too big for the camera. It's like when Dave Game got too wide for the screen. And Tony's ears were like protruding off the edges of the screen. Kind of like Kelly Craig is doing over there. Good morning, Neil, with the announcement that Tony Regretto, who looks like the love child of Liberace and Count Dracula, is thankfully retiring and getting his ugly mug off TVs at the end of the year. I'd like to suggest the following poll. Who is your least favorite local TV news personality of all time? Tony Cigaretto, Angela Ray, Brian Norcross, Rick Sanchez, Sally Fitz, Peter Ford. I like this poll. Walt Cronice, Joe Rose, Kimba Bo Camper, Elliot Rodriguez, Bill Kamal, Dan Coughlin. Obviously, there's some left off of here, right? I reckon. P.S. says the fake Roger Magowin. If I buy George some pot, will he finally forgive me? No. But he'll take the pot, but he won't forgive you. Excuse me for speaking for you, but... Oh, no problem. Lies. No harm, no foul. Now, who was it that you got the uh, thing from? The thing? The uh, email. Oh, T.C. Meister. M-E-I-S-T-E-R Meister. Look at this. From the fake Tom Jicka... George has hosted the George Sedano show on the ticket, uh, yada, yada, yada. It airs Monday through Friday, noon to three. Uh, who cares? 
Who cares? So maybe uh, George Sedano is the fake Tony Cigaretto. Who knows? Or uh, Tony, uh, Tom Jicka. Whatever. Oh, here's more from the open toolbox. Time to block that, baby. The open toolbox. What? What is that? I don't know. You you get those two? Uh, maybe. I mean, this morning I had like 50 from, oh, I need your assistance immediately. Thank you so much, kind sir. Ba 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 ba. And I'm in uh, Cote d'Ivoire. And I, uh, oh, brother. Here's one from Ron in Coconut Creek. How are you today? I just got this email from a friend. I thought you would like it. And just put it in your birthday. It will show you the number one song on the day you were hatched. Have a good Thanksgiving and keep your sack warm, says Ron. And it's a, I don't know what it is. I'm sure you know it's a number link. number one song on the day you were born? It's got a link to a thing here. Do you care about the number one song on the day you were born? I don't know, maybe. I don't. Okay, thanks a lot, I got a, a good lot, idea Ron. what it was. Not what? I got a good idea what it was. You do? What was it? Oh, I'm guessing I want to hold your hand by the Beatles or something by the Beatles. Here's another one from the fake Ernie Sochin. Excluding athletes and coaches, who is the biggest piece of subhuman scum to be affiliated with the University of Miami? Here's the list they got. Sly Stallone, Dan LaBastard, Gloria Estefan, Luther Campbell, Vanilla Ice, Brian London, Charles Grodin, John Cicada, Roy Firestone, Mickey Arison, Drew Rosenhaus, Manny Diaz, Alex Pinga, oops, excuse me, Pini Pucania, <laughs> Ileana ross Leighton, and whoever brought in uh, buffo, Buffo Toads from South America. In an act of fairness and equal time, I'd also like to propose the following poll. Who is the biggest credit to society the U.M. has ever produced? The list is as follows, and it's blank. There's no names. Ah, ah, ah. By the way, the obvious winner of that is uh, the unmentionable one. 704 votes on the poll. Now, what's the story? We got the one for tomorrow on there? Oh, yeah. Nice going, Eric. And thanks to uh, Sean from Hollywood for a couple of decent polls. Yep. Yeah, we're putting uh, Charlie B. out to pasture for a while. He needs a rest. T uh, radio host Todd M.J. Schmidt said he's had enough of on-the-air mudslinging by radio shock jock puppet love sponge Clem. Clem has accused Schmidt of stealing money from Clear Channel and calling him a lying piece of crap, a snitch, and a real modern-day stool pigeon. And he has repeatedly referred to Schmidt's wife as a whore. Hmm. Clem characterized his comments as parody. Schmidt wants a judge to decide whether Clem has crossed the line. The MJ Morning Show host and his wife, Michelle, filed a defamation and false light lawsuit. What does that mean, false light? Don't know. Lawsuit against Clem in Hillsborough County's... Circuit Civil Court yesterday, also named in the defendants, are Cox Radio, which broadcasts Clem's Morning Show, and Bubba Radio Network, Inc. He has absolutely played into every aspect of me coming back in my quasi-war I've waged on him, Clem said. What a buffoon. What an idiot. What a... You, you fairy. The suit says Clem claims to be exacting revenge against Schmidt and his wife for allegedly orchestrating his prosecution after Clem broadcast the castration and slaughtering of a pig on his show. Clem went to trial on animal cruelty charge in 2002, and a jury acquitted him. Schmidt was one of the top four or five people behind our arrest in the trial of the hog deal, Clem told listeners of his show according to the lawsuit. Boy, like a bunch of little children over there in Tampa. Jesus, God. Clem also accused Schmidt of having secret meetings at the time with Hillsborough State Attorney Mark Ober, the suit alleges. Michelle Schmidt is former assistant Hillsborough State Attorney who worked in the misdemeanor division. A spokeswoman for Ober declined to comment about being mentioned in the radio disc jockey spat. Schmidt's on vacation couldn't be reached. His attorney, C. Philip Campbell Jr., didn't return call for comment. Campbell said in the court filing that Clem's statements about the Schmidt's are false, but Clem compared the thing he said about Schmidt and his wife to a Saturday Night Live uh, or something parody. 
Well, it's chopped off on the right. I know you're surprised. Everything yeah. I've said about MJ is my opinion. Everything is outlandish, Clem said. He's not a midget. Obviously, he's not a snitch. The dueling disc jockeys are no stranger to public feud. In 2000, when Clem's morning show aired on local Clear Channel sister station, WXTBFM, an intense dislike between the men began to show. Intense! Clem reported on the air that a 500-pound Tampa man was getting help from Schmidt's morning show to get wave reduction surgery had once been arrested for a sexual offense. At the time, Clem's show was number two, and Schmidt's show was number one in listener standings. In that dispute, Schmidt said Clem violated clear channel policy not to undermine Bash or attack a sister's station. Schmidt cleaned out his office, didn't return for a week. He cleaned it out. He cleaned out his orifice. Clem's current morning show debuted in January and broadcast, but a beep, but a boop, but a bump, and etc. So they're having a uh, a Schmidt fit in Ooh, Tampa. I knew that was coming. So when is uh, Sid the Kid leaving, by the way? Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports League. The biggest names. The best talent. Why? You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami for Lauderdale. This is the Neil Rogers Show. <laughs> this is your brain. <laughs> Any questions? No. It's the worst depression of our time. As a result of a jet white collar crime. Republicans on the side of God Left us on our ass and we lost our job Wrecked them Already placing a blame on the new administration But the last eight years gave us hyperinflation In the USA With all the Republican shoes in your ass All your Bluetooth dragon cops that raped us Here's a bailout check, have a great vacation USA is dead and And now what we got is hyperinflation You fairy. 11.02 at 5.60. Oh, there's Henry Paulson again. I'm sure it's on tape. I hope it's on tape. The Dow is hanging on, man. It's up 13.70. And Sirius is hanging in there. 15 cent. You want some? Oh, no, thank I'm, you. I'm a cereal. For free. So we never found out who it was that sent you that uh, thing. Who was it no. again? Probably a fake name. Oh, I'm sure. A fake name on the email? Come on. Yeah, that's all we get is fake names on email. Oh, the fat boy, uh, the, that was one. That was for real. <laughs> Unfortunately. The fake Joey Reynolds says, pay attention, Neil, since you often lament as to my negativity regarding WYOD. But here's something for you. Here's something for you, says the fake Joey. Thank God WYOD is bringing on Phil Henry, one of the most talented, innovative broadcasters in the industry. In an era of talking clones, it's nice to see that Phil Henry, one, returned to the air, and two, tweaked his already winning formula. I give major kudos to WYOD. Now, when, when is he on? When is his show on IOD? Asking me. Come on. I'll Google it. All right. 
Well, they, uh, they called today about the uh, banging and clanging. It's going to end on Thursday. I'll have something to be thankful for on Thanksgiving. There you go. They're doing construction right up above. Oh, well, it'll be back tomorrow and Thursday, but then, but a beep, but a boop, but a bop. They're going up to the 85th floor. Uh, let's see. I don't see anything about Phil Henry on here. On the IOD uh, website, I see Jimmy Syphilis. Okay, here's schedule. Let's see. Schedule. Coast to coast, South Florida's first news. That's Jimmy Syphilis. Glenn Dreck, Rush Lardass Limbaugh, The Schmidt Show, Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, and Coast to Coast Rewind, where they replay a tape. Oh, I bet you fat uh, Joe Bell likes that. Oh, the Dow's down 20 points. Damn it. Coast to Coast Rewind, where they play tapes over again for two hours. Boy, there's nothing more desperate. But then again, that's radio. That's the This is the life we have chosen, man. This business blows. But Sirius is 15 cent. It says, I, I won't even mention that WYD should have taken a step further and given Cephalo the axe, but hey, a nice step in the right direction. Well, maybe if somebody knew what time he was going to be on or whatever, we could promote Phil Henry. Are you sure? Not that we really care, but you know. So in other words, he's come back from his right-wing... Uh, Adventures, now that the election is over, and the right-wingers got uh, there. He really sure did good timing on that, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Jumping over to the other side, and then all of a sudden they get walloped. They get just, oh, my God, whomped. Just like the dolphins on Sunday. Got walloped. Meh. Frank says, oh, and poor Frank. Frank, I don't know where Frank is, but he's definitely out of touch. I'm so glad I'm working from home today. Since I left Florida in 2003, it's hard to listen to your show Great to hear you and George have a great Thanksgiving. You too, Frank. Congrats on your new contract. I hope you took them deep. <laughs> yeah, you took it deep, all right. <laughs> yeah, deep, deep in my fifty uh, percent pay cut. I really took them deep, Frank. Boy, talk about out of touch. Out of touch. Hope you took them deep. Oh, oh. I just want to sit on the floor and cry. It'd be a lot of people be talking about it. I'll tell you that. And you're getting sucked into attachments with stuff from the George Sedano show. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. All right. I guess I didn't teach you well. I wouldn't have sent it along if I didn't think it was just ridiculous. Oh, here's and, this uh, thing hysterical. about Ann Coulter that three people have sent me about. She's got uh, her mouth is wired and she had some broke her jaw. Nobody cares. Nobody cares, okay? Grow up. We won the election. It's all over. Quit with the baby crap already. Too many of you people are involved in baby crap. Oh, Ann Coulter and Sean Hannity and, and the billow. And, and who cares? Get a freaking life. Oh, Phil, Bill Stedman back at Magic. Oh, boy. As tipped in a while back, this is from the fake Tom Jicka. Lincoln Financial Oldies Magic 102 brings back veteran radio programmer Bill Stedman to BPD. He replaces Bob Hamilton, who left the station in August. We received scores of applications from across the country from qualified candidates, but Bill stood out as the right choice to lead Magic 102.7 of the future. SVP GM Dennis Collins said, Oh, Denise, oh, my God, Dennis Collins, my ass. I wonder if that tomb is still sitting out there in front. The tombstone? Yeah. I wonder if tombstone. Oh, the Dow's down 71. See, I told you. Hank Paulson spoke a little while ago. Now the Dow's taking a big dump. Coming back to work with some of the same talented people again is the biggest attraction for me, Stedman said. Magic is poised to continue its evolution as a force in South Florida radio with a stellar team in place, an organization committed to success, and growing presence in the community. It shows you really can go home again, said Bill. Oh, here's the, uh, the poop on Phil Henry. Here's the schedule. Cigar Dave? Oh, no! 
Oh, on the weekend. This is on the weekend he's going to be on. I don't know. He's on from 8 to 11 at night on the weekend. Well, isn't that a big deal? And 1 to 3 p.m., Dave Zeplowitz, Cigar Dave. Oh, my God. Another make-believe broadcaster. Long ashes and uh, <coughs> exaltations. <coughs> Another Tampa reject. I'll tell you one thing, man. Tampa's a pretty crappy radio market, but they sure as hell have uh, branched a lot of their disease all across the country, you know? Seems From to be. From Lionel and Cigar Dave. <coughs> Maybe he can go on with Stan. They can do a, the coughing show. Turn your head and cough. <coughs> and then and then you guess what sh which stogie they're uh, smoking on. <laughs> is that how it is? Yeah. Wouldn't that be a hell of a deal? Do you get to sniff it? It's, it's kind of like the wheel of meat. The wheel of smoke. What are they smoking? Then we can have George do a guest appearance. Of course, we know what he's smoking. So here's the story. Tony Cigaretto retires from NBC6. Woo-wee. Big news. This picture here, what did I say years ago about how bad he's aging? Yeah. He don't look a day over 100. Broadcasting career spans 40 years covering sports and news in South Florida. Here was a silly sports guy, and they made him into a silly news anchor. Tony, you're, you can't complain about your credibility when it comes to news because you don't have any. None. Zero. Although he does know which runway is which at MIA. Remember when that value jet thing crashed? No, that, that wasn't it. That, that was in the Everglades, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. What was the one that crashed like right outside the airport a few years ago? I don't know. And Tony was on there breathlessly telling us, oh, it's runway XL9 left. Uh, yeah, like, like anybody would know that, what, which runway is which. Who the hell knows that? Right? Not me. I guess he was showing his expertise on the Yokel community, though. He knows his runways, baby. Tony Segretto announced today that he'll retire from WTVJ at the end of the year. Retirement comes after 40 years of an illustrious career with WTVJ. This is from Yug, 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 Yug. Segretto joined WTVJ as an intern in 1968 and grew professionally while carrying out a variety of jobs. First as photographer, moving on to producer, reporter, and sports anchor before being tapped as the main news anchor. And what an ego, too. Remember when him and uh, Sloppy Veloppy wanted to be picked up in limos and driven to those new uh, Channel 4 studios? Remember that? No. Which then became Channel 6 or whatever it became. Cigaretto has covered every na major national international sporting event, including two Olympics and over 17 Super Bowls. He's interviewed two U.S. presidents, traveled to Cuba for a papal visit, and was source of critical information while reporting about major weather events, including Hurricane Andrew. Tony has always been a key member of the NBC 6 News team because of his experience, his insight into the South Florida community, his deep end goes on and on and on. Andrith Dirichs, NBC 6 President and General Manager. Goes on and on. We will definitely miss him professionally and personally. We'll miss those ears, my God. I, I think in this picture they've got him pinned back, like with a safety pin. Yeah. Segreto's commitment to his community has been clearly demonstrated through his personal involvement with many charitable organizations, and it goes on and on. And in 2009, he'll be inducted into the Miami-Dade College Hall of Fame. What is that? Did I you don't know, know Mike Ranieri's in the Broadcasting Hall of Fame? Okay. No. Somebody mentioned that to me yesterday in an email. I didn't know there was yeah. a Broadcasting Hall of Fame. Me and either. I'm sure Mike really appreciates it now. Why don't they do it when people are alive, not after they're dead? That would be too cool. Upon his retirement from WTVJ, Segretta will continue to reside in South Florida with his wife, Roseanne, their children, Anthony Joseph, born in 94, and Samantha Rose, born in 98. The following is a statement written by Tony Segretta to be shared with his colleagues and with the South Florida audience. This, now, did he read this on here last night? Do we know? Does anybody watch Channel 6? No? No. 
No. Should I read it? It's not that long. Okay, sure. No, Chills I time. Don't, Whatever. I don't want to. Good. For 40 years, WTVG has been my home away from home and turned treated me like family. Yeah, just like they treated Bob Weaver, huh? Huh, Tony? They practically put him in the grave and closed the lid, poor Bob Weaver. They've treated him like family. Isn't that something, the way these people talk? God. This subhuman business, the way they just discard people like used dish rags. Now, Weaver, the weatherman, there was a guy, man. There was a guy. Good guy. No BS. No silliness. Well, he, you know, he was silly when he was the weatherman, but that was his shtick, remember? Yep. If you're going to be driving tonight, drive carefully. And he used to, like, uh, tiptoe. He like uh, looked like he was going to fall over on his tiptoes. He was a great guy, Weaver, the weatherman. Now he's dead. They screwed him over, they blew him out, and he died. I moved back to Maryland, and yes, I'm out of touch. You need to get on satellite radio, says Frank S. Well, what does that mean? Uh, get on satellite radio. Well, how, how is he listening now? How did he hear what I said about his last email if he's not listening now? I'm not going on satellite radio, okay? It's not going to happen. So quit joining, quit jumping on the bandwagon with all these other silly people. Oh, here we go from the fake Tom Jicka. A whole release about the triumphant return to the Phil Henry show. <laughs> wow. Oh. Woo. Attaboy, Phil. You're going to be a big success on the weekend. Are you sure? Absolutely. Biggest name. The, the best, best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Big show. I met a priest when I was 11. He said he would save my soul. But we made a detour on the way to heaven. And into his bedroom we did take a stroll. Well, he was standing in his underwear. Told me to bend over and say a prayer. Pulled up his robe and went there, thank you, ma'am. I got molested by the preacher man behind the rectory. The next day, I felt like a sinner. And I showed up to get communion. But on my tongue, that was in a wafer, and it wasn't wine dripping off my chin. Oh, my God. Well, he was standing in his underwear, told me to bend over and say a prayer. Pulled up his robe and went there, thank you, ma'am. I got molested by the preacher man behind the rectory. Yeah, he was standing in his underwear, told me to bend over and say a prayer. Pulled up his robe and went, bam, thank you, ma'am. I got molested by the preacher man behind the rectory. Well, the fake Tom Jicka sends along some very important information. There is a Radio Hall of Fame, Virginia, just like there is a Santa Claus. Not. And it's got a list of the inductees for this year. You want to hear them? Sure, why not? We'll kill a lot of time. Hey, listen, talk very slowly today, okay, based okay. on what's coming over this uh, email thing. Might actually have to take a few calls here today, although I doubt it. That experiment yesterday, which you suggested, by the way, was a disaster. Do it again. 
Okay, Radio Hall of Fame 2008 inductees, Art Bell. Art Bell. Oh, my God. Oh, Jess Kane, Howie Carr, Bob Collins, focus on the family. What is that? I don't know. Michael Mickey Luckhoff, Dick Would you Whittyhill. Call me? What? So keep going. And Charlie Tuna. Not to be confused with the big rotten tuna, the one that's in my <laughs> What was that? Oh, blow my nose. Oh, my God, that sounded like, uh, oh, I can't tell you what it sounded like. What did it sound like? Hell. Did you hear that, Chris? Yeah, of course, I'm uh, in the other room. Sounded like, <laughs> like that. Oh, boy. Trust me, it came out of his nose. <clears throat> I don't think so. Trust me. Peter says, wanted to uh, ask you after reading your Wikipedia bio, was that small radio station where you got your start, WCGR? It certainly was, Peter. Not that there were a whole bunch of stations in Canandaigua, New York. It says, I knew Mr. Kimball and his sons, Russ and George. Mr. Kimball, that's Wes Kimball to you, Peter. As provincial and crappy as that station was, it was at least, at least it fostered a community spirit that was nicely quaint. This was the type of station where you could call them up when your dog ran away from home. They would alert everyone in town to be on the lookout for the mutt. Happy Thanksgiving, Pete in Tampa, P.S. Cigar Dave sucks. Now you're talking, Pete. <laughs> Cigar Dave sucks, all right. God, what a jerk. Oh, my God. Dave Zeplowitz, another another one of these uh, make-believe make, make broadcasters. A lard-ass Limbaugh wannabe with a big, fat stogie permanently uh, stuffed in his puss. God, Dave Zeplowitz. Remember those days? Oh, yeah. That was during our tenure, right? Sure. Met him several times. Look at this. Waipahu woman, a Vegas novice, wins $2.4 million on the wheel of... Torture. Oh, my God. At first, she thought she won two grand. All the numbers on the slot machine just didn't register. But her boyfriend wouldn't stop yelling, and other casino players flocked around. Oh, yeah, when there's a big jackpot, they come running from everywhere, man, even from out in the parking lot. That's when Jessica Abguang, Abunag of Waipau realized that her $16 wager had brought in $2,436,465 bucks. The Bonanza came Tuesday on the Wheel of Fortune Mega Jackpot Machine at the California Hotel and Casino in Vegas. Never heard of it. Did you? Nope. The date coincided with the birthday of her late grandmother and avid Las Vegas gambler. See that? Maybe Grandma was pulling the, the wheel for her. She was pulling it. Everybody was like, Grandma was with you, said Abgnugag. A-G-B-U-N-A-G. Agbunag. Like eggnog. Do you have eggnog on Thanksgiving or just on Christmas? Just on Christmas. Well, why not on Thanksgiving? I don't know. They don't have it. Well, why you know, not? It's just not around. Eggnog is good. It is, especially with rum. Ooh. Or brandy. A 24-year-old babysitter who didn't plan on gambling during her first trip to Vegas won $2.4 million on the Wheel of Fortune slot machine. They're just repeating what they just said. I'm excited, Jessica said during her phone interview from Vegas. I didn't even know I would win. I just wanted to come here and shop. I didn't even know I would win. I mean, what, what kind of a statement is that? I didn't even know I would win. Is it just me, or is that a rather inane statement? I mean, how do you know if, if you would win? You wouldn't. That, that's the point. Yeah. A 2002 graduate of Waipau High School, the jackpot on the birthday of her grandmother, uh, who died two years ago. And it just keeps repeating the same. Who sent me this? Jesus, God, Frank. Her grandmother's game of choice was slot machines. Before hitting the $2 million jackpot, Abgunag won twice on the other Wheel of Fortune machines earlier in the week where they stayed. 
When they arrived Sunday night, she won $300 on $1 slot machine. Following morning, she won 280 on the 25-cent slot machine, quarter slot. Later that day, she stopped gambling after she started to lose money. At about 11.40 p.m. Tuesday, she wanted to see whether she could regain her winning streak and inserted $16, a $10 bill of 5 and a 1, into a Wheel of Fortune dollar mega jackpot slot machine. And she hit 2 million yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. And it goes, this goes on forever and just keeps repeating. I was shaking. I was like this. And it just has the same. This is the worst story from the Star Bulletin. I mean, the story is worth hearing, but my God. Your old friend Larry Lujak presented Charlie Tuna this year, says this from the fake Tom Jicka. And here's more inductee. It's the same list. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Who are these people in this picture? That's Charlie Tuna. This guy looks like the humper on a bad day. The, the sport jacket is like 75 sizes too small. Kind of like Stu Barnes. He's too small. Hey, have a happy Thanksgiving to you and George and Chris, it says. from uh, Who's this from? Oh, Zisco. Tell George I sent him the MP3 he asked about. And the bit you played after the break was the best. A real knee slapper. Says uh, Zisco. <laughs> What what bit's he talking about? I don't know. I forgot. Unless it's about the preacher man? Sure. That's old. That's old as Methuselah. Mm -hmm. See, Zisco pretends to be like a long-time listener. He's not. I mean, that's not a knock. It's just true. Got a lot of people out there who pretend, oh, yeah, I remember this. No, they don't. You hear the sirens coming against Zisco? Do you hear it? Nope. Oh, yeah. Fire trucks, ambulance, paramedics, pair of goofballs. But today, they're up on the 11th floor, so they're not uh, banging on my uh, up above here. Oh, thank God. Yesterday, it went on all afternoon. All afternoon. And finally, Paco said, why don't you uh, butch up and uh, you know go down there or call the concierge and tell them to cut the crap? And so I put on my shoes, and I went downstairs, and I uh, wrote them a letter. He had me write them a letter because he, you know. <laughs> all right. He didn't want to take responsibility for anything. Right. And so I wrote them a letter. And so that lady called during the 11 o'clock break. She called up. Better beep, better boop, better bop. We're so sorry. Yeah, bitch. The fake Tom Jicka says, Here, here's the release on the Phil Henry show. Do we want to hear it or not? I don't care. I, don't I mean, all, all we're getting anymore is just a bunch of stuff from inside radio people right. about inside radio crap that um, nobody really cares about. I don't sure? care. I don't care. Just Do you care, Chris? Personally. Not really. Oh, somebody died, though. Who? I'll tell you after the break. <laughs> Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Lick it and stick it. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Travel out the half last year, man. I've been everywhere. Oh. I've been in Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota, Wichita, Delta, Ottawa, Oklahoma, Tampa, Panama, Madawa, La Palo. We're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona.
1131 at 560 WQAM. Oh, uh, Betty James is dead. Who? Betty James. Sorry. She was 90. Namer of Slinky kept the toy brand alive. Oh. She saved the business after her husband left her and expanded line to include Slinky Jr., plastic and neon-colored versions, and the Slinky Dog, among other products. She named the toy her husband invented, the Slinky, and rebuilt the toy company, abandoned, making the springy... This is chopped off. Making the springy plaything a pervasive part of American culture. Died. She was 90. That's old enough. That's fine. James, who served as chief executive of the family-run business for almost 40 years, died last Thursday at the hospital of the University of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia. No cause of death was given. Maybe old age, huh? Might That's something when somebody like 96 years old died, dies and they say, no cause of death was given. Right. Old. Believe me, I know old. In 1943, Richard James was a Navy engineer trying to figure out a way to... Oh, and by the way, wait till you hear uh, Phil's schedule now. He's coming back to radio. Okay. And if Phil is going to be filling in for Bubba Love Sponge and taking that spot in the midday or in the morning or whatever the hell it is on uh, Howard 101, then I guess that isn't going to happen either, is it? Well, it's going to be Neil or Phil or Phil or Neil or Donnie or Jimmy or... Uh, yeah, right. No, it's not. Anyway, in 1943, Richard James was a Navy engineer trying to figure out a way to stabilize instruments on ships at sea when a spring fell off his shelf. He watched it bounce end over end and went home to tell his wife, Betty, he thought he could make a toy that walks. Oh, I had one of those. Did you have one? A slinky? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How about you, Fatso? Yep. Everybody had a slinky. If you didn't have a slinky, man, you ain't Schmidt. We're going to report you to, uh, what's the guy from Shanana that I hate? Bowser. 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 Oh, have you seen that infomercial? Mm -hmm. No. For Time Life Oldies? Yep. No. Oh. Bad. Now, is it just me, or is he just the most obnoxious? Huh? Yeah, he is pretty annoying in that video. Annoying. Thing. Good word. Annoying. Bowser. Hey, it's Bowser from Shanana. Back in the 50s, uh, we was really... Uh... When asked her, he asked her to name it, she turned to the dictionary and found Slinky, which means stealth, sleek, and sinuous. Richard James tinkered with different types of steel and tension before debuting the quilt Slinky at a Gimbel's department store on a snowy day in Philadelphia, 1945. A Slinky just sitting there isn't very exciting. It has to move, Betty James told CNN in 2000 and some odd. If it hadn't been for Gimbel's giving us the end of the counter to demonstrate, I don't know what would have happened. The couple sold 400 of the toys in 90 minutes for a buck apiece. In 1945, 400 bucks was some cereal money. Oh, speaking of serious, 15 cents. It's hanging right in there, baby. 15 cents a share. Oh. All right. Here comes the bunny, and there goes your money. I'm cereal. The same year they introduced the Slinky, they borrowed 500 bucks to form a company that was eventually known as James Industries to mass-produce the toy in the Philadelphia area. By the late 50s, the couple had a 12-acre estate near Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania, but Richard James seemed uncomfortable with material success. Oh, yeah, he didn't like that money. Who wants that filthy money? You know, it's got germs on it and stuff. Right, unclean. Yeah. Oh, wait till you hear this. He left his family in 1960 to join a religious cult in Bolivia and died there in 1974. He left behind six children between the ages of 2 and 18 and a business in shambles. He left in 60 to join a religious cult in Bolivia. Yeah. God, maybe he drank the Kool-Aid. Died in 74. These religious people always had their hands out. He had given so much away that I was almost bankrupt, Betty James said in 96 at the Austin, Texas American Statesman. 
She later recalled in 61 as her toughest year. She moved her children near her hometown of Altoona, PA, made a 450-mile weekly round-trip commute to the factory while a caregiver stayed with the children Monday through Thursday. By 1965, she had moved the Slinky plant to Holidaysburg near her home, where it remains today. It remains, they still make Slinkies? Sure. Yeah. All sorts. I'm supposed to know that? Of course you are. They still make Slinkies? I'm going to go get me one. And go out on the patio all winter long and just sit there and watch it bounce back and forth and back, forth and back. Using a mortgage ticket out of our house, James gambled everything she had, went to a Nevada, uh, to a New York toy show in 63, and orders once again came pouring in, said her son Tom James in 2005. I wonder if that's Tommy James from, like, uh, Anna Shondells, you know? Not. Not. More than, how do you know? Just guess. More than 300 million Slinkies have been sold according to a company history. The toy now sells for almost four to five bucks. That's a pretty good bargain for a slinky, four and a half bucks. I'll say. I'll take two. Well, no, I'll take one, and I'll, the other, I can buy some serious stock with the rest. Fifteen cents, baby. Oh, yeah. James was also credited with expanding the slinky line to include slinky junior, plastic and neon-colored versions, et cetera, and so on. And the slinky dog made newly popular by 95's Toy Story and slinky pets, among other products. The zinc sound that the rolled steel slinky makes while in motion is but one oral memory childhood for many baby boomers and their offspring. An oral memory, like that. Raspberries, you know. Mm-hmm. The other one is the catchy commercial jingle, which debuted in 1963 and includes this refrain. Everyone knows it's slinky, it's slinky, it's slinky. For fun, it's a wonderful toy. It's fun for a girl and a boy. Whether you're a Jew or a goy. The reason everyone knows the jingle, her son told the Philadelphia Inquirer, is that we went broke to buy a new one. We burned it in the mentality of the country. I never heard that jingle in my life. You've got to be kidding me. No. Everyone knows it's slinky, it's stinky, it's uh, never heard of it. I'll find it on YouTube, and then we can all sing along. The, sir, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. That would be a good idea. Find that, yeah. and then you can also find that George Sedano thing. Why can't you play that on the air? It's from their air. So... Ready? Yeah. Who walks the stair without a care and makes the happiest sound? Bounce up and down, just like the clown. Everyone knows it's Linky. The best present yet to give or get. The favorite all over town. The hit of the day when you're ready to play. Everyone knows it's Linky. 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 There's a visual element here, too. It's yeah. Linky, it's Linky, for fun is the best of the toys. It's Linky, it's Linky, the favorite of girls and boys. Everyone wants a Slinky, you ought to get a Slinky. And boys and girls, more fun with Slinky Pull Toys, Slinky Caterpillar, Slinky Train, Slinky Hippopotamus. Everyone wants a Slinky Pull Toy. Never heard that in my life. Really? Wow, that's the from the 60s. Slinky was simple, she often said. No batteries, nothing to wind up. These new toys on the market are lovely, but not everybody's got 40, 50, 60 bucks to spend on a child. Among her survivors are three daughters and three sons. Betty James, she was 90 years old, and now she's dead. Although she sure outlived hubby by a long, by long, long shot, by 30 or 4 years. He went to join a religious cult in Bolivia. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Exactly. How are we doing on your poll today? We're not paying too much attention to that. Why not? 756. Too much heavy-duty crap going on. Oh, I don't think we're going to make no thousand today. Oh, we're going Why for like 900. We? Huh? We're going for 900, I thought.
Well, what does this mean? What are you talking about? Another, another, well, I'm looking at another fake article from the fake Tom Jicka about Phil Henry, about his girlfriend was a practicing Buddhist. And it's just uh, after less than three years, WYODAM in Miami have had their fill. Oh, this is from 1996. Old stuff, okay, Tommy, get with it. Add dial a mat to the 1156 break. Yes. What does that mean? I, is it complicated? It's already a four-minute break. Oh, no, oh. I know. We took something out. Well, what do, what do I care? Do you think I'm paying attention to what the spots are? There are sure yeah. none that I have to pay. Oh, no, man farts on cops. Story coming soon. Oh. Biggest names. A lot of that going around, too. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. If you blow too much, you're in trouble. Absolutely. It's a terrorist warning. Oh, my God. Disgruntled uh, satellite radio subscriber. It's in the machine now. It's printing out. Aren't you excited? You going to fix his problems? I beg your pardon? You going to take care of his so issues? what did you say? Jorge Sedano is an a-hole? Is that what you said? Is that what I said? That's, uh, isn't that what he said, Chris? I didn't hear that, no. What do you do? Slip him a couple of bucks every week or what? Who are you talking to now? Keep him licking your butt. Anyway, here it is from Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. Oh, oh, the Cubs fan. I hope this isn't the Cubs fan that kept calling in and bugging me. Oh, my God. You're on the bandwagon yet? Yeah, they sure did good in the playoffs, didn't they, Chris? They just kicked butt. Oh, wait, no. They, they got kicked their kicked. own butt, yeah. I emailed you a couple of weeks ago saying what a fan I was of satellite radio and how your show is the only one on terrestrial radio I listen to. Well, forget every compliment I paid to Sirius. Fifteen cent. Since then, they've merged all XM and Sirius channels, rearranged many channels, and changed formats, introduced censorship on some stations, aired more commercials, and allowed their moron DJs to yap more and more. Now it's a struggle to find a station I can just sit back and listen to. Oh, and here's a surprise. Howard Sperm took the whole week off again. I wonder who gets paid more paid vacation, the king of all mediocrity or George W. Bush. Looks like I'll be listening to nothing but MP3s and your show from now on, and that's just fine by me. Happy Thanksgiving to you and George. Suck it, serious. Wow, Where's Jimmy. Yeah, I'm use that line, King of all mediocrity. Mediocrity. Mm -hmm. I like that. Me, yeah. Oh, poor Jimmy. Well, they sucked you in, man, and you spent some money, and they got your money, and uh, they're going broke. Fifteen cent. I mean, even Beasley, even BBGI is like ninety-one cent. Six times as valuable as uh, that crap. That should be our slogan. We got six times more crap than serious. 
Okay, let's take a look at that poll. They're, they're trickling in today, although I'm getting really tired of some of these fake, like fake Tom Jicka. Wouldn't it be something to be, to be watching, to be like a, a fly on the wall and watching these two or three people who, of course, are sending in 90% of what comes in on the email? Neil at neilrogers.com, by the way, is our email address. It's free. It costs you nothing. How's that thing coming with the text messages that uh, we were going to yeah. have? <laughs> oh, yeah. Forget about it. Mm-hmm. 769 votes on Fat Chris's poll. He's very uh, depressed that we're not going to make a 1,000 today. No way. I would die if anyone ever found out that I have nothing that I'm ashamed of. 397. Spank my weenie, 109. Have sex with prostitutes, 51. I'm an alcoholic, 35. Listen to Neil, 31. I would die if I found out that I listened to Neil. Voted Republican, 27. Am gay, 24. I would croak if I found out if anybody knew that. I was some old fag. Get stoned at work, 19. Sleep with a teddy bear, 17. That I'm a virgin, 14. Voted Democratic, 13. That I'm a cross-dresser, 13. Enjoy ballroom dancing, 8. Dining and dancing. Watch soap opera, 7. And binge and purge, 4. 770. Dining and dancing. Joey Carr, man. There was a talent. No. Not. God, he was just... What? Not a good guy, either. No? No. I, I never met him, but that's what little Bobby Savage told me. Now, since they're both dead, I mean, you know, you can say anything you want about dead people. Right? Right. I mean, depending on, you know, if they have an estate, the estate can always sue you if you like, uh, if they were important, like Elvis, you know. You, you could make up some crap, like Elvis was a cross-dressing fag. <clears throat> and then, of course, uh, the who like uh, Lisa Marie, she'll sue your ass. I see. Or whoever's got the rights to his crap, you know. A West Virginia man who police said passed gas and fanned it toward a patrolman has been charged with battery on a police officer. <laughs> How do you like that? How can you commit battery with a fart? It's a gas attack. Oh, my God. What a world. What a country, man. Uh, Jose Cruz, 34, of Clarksburg, was pulled over early last Tuesday for driving without headlights, police said. According to the criminal complaint, Cruz smelled of booze, had slurred speech, and failed three field sobriety tests before he was handcuffed and taken to a police station for a breathalyzer test. Well, I guess they didn't realize his mouth was in his... Rectum? Yeah. Mm. As patrolman T.E. Parsons prepared the machine, Cruz scooted his chair toward Parsons, lifted his leg, and passed gas loudly, the complaint said. I guess it wasn't assault with a silent but deadly weapon. Cruz, according to the complaint, then fanned the gas toward the officer with his hand. He fanned it, you know. Yeah. The gas was very odorous and created contact of an insulting or provoking nature with Patrolman Parsons, the complaint alleged. It created contact of an insulting or provoking nature with his nostrils, I guess. Right. Oh, my God. Even Nostril Damas would be embarrassed by this. He was also charged with driving under the influence, driving without headlights, and two counts of obstruction. Cruz acknowledged passing gas, but said he didn't move his chair toward the officer nor aim the gas at the patrolman. He said he had an upset stomach at the time, but police denied his request to go to the bathroom when he first arrived at the station. I couldn't hold it no more, he said. It's a good thing that's all he couldn't hold. He also denied being drunk and uncooperative, as the police complaint alleged. He added he was upset for being prepared for a breathalyzer test while having an asthma attack. The police statement said he, at first, resisted being secured for a trip to the hospital, and then he requested uh, for, I don't understand. He's something. Yeah. Cruz said the officers thought the gas incident was funny when it happened, laughed about it with his, with him. Now that story is a real gas, it says. Oh, why did they write that? Mm-hmm. Why did they write that? You knew they, 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 they would. 
scooted his chair, lifted his leg, and passed gas loudly and fanned it with his hand toward the police officer. And guess what? A lot of you porkers, you deserve to have some gas passed in your face. Some classical gas. Some smelly old gas. God. So who do you think is the fake Tom Jicka? The same as this fake everything else. The fake Greg Budell? Yep. The fake Sunny Brown? Yep. Oh, my. Yep. Mr. Radio's back. Oh, no. And it's a picture of somebody. Sar Al Abrera, W-I-N-Z, Airborne Traffic. They've got a picture of old... Why do I want that? Mm -hmm. Why do I care about Al Abrera or W-I-N-Z, Airborne Traffic, or this stupid picture, Mr. Radio? Jesus, God, you're really desperate. Desperate. Well, this is cute. It says, X's are like slinkies. No effing use whatsoever, but it makes you smile when they get pushed down the stairs. Moderately cute. Yeah, where's all the stuff about Tony Cigaretto? Oh, just to clarify, Jimmy says, I'm not the chronic Cub fan you mentioned. Thank God. If that guy was still around, I'd, I'd kill somebody. Tuned in late. Did you talk about Tony Cigaretto recurring from uh, Channel 7? Oh, Rob, get a life already, Rob. Do you like it? I could care less. I could care less. Neil, have you seen the website? I hate NeilRogers.ca? Oh, that ought to be cute. I'll actually click on that link. It's it's I hate Rogers .ca. Oh, that's about it's about the c cable company. Oh, oh, it doesn't say I hate Neil Rogers. Oh, if I'd have known that, boring. And here's another picture from Mr. Radio of, of Big Wilson. He's sending me pictures of dead people now. Get a life, Mr. Radio. Okay, you're a loser, lifeless loser. I'm just, I'm going through these, and there's nothing there but a bunch of stupid pictures. Right. Here's one. It's a picture of the Obamas standing uh, in downtown Miami last month. Have you seen this beautiful shot? No, I haven't seen it, nor do I care, nor does it do anything for me. Is this the Lee Fowler show, asks uh, somebody? It sounds like it to me. All these chronics. John says, I just love to hear these emails you get from these geniuses who seem to know what your show either needs or what's wrong about. Obviously, these people have not been listeners for as long as the rest of us. You uh, either like it or you don't. The price is right. That's right. You like it or not. Take it or leave it. Like uh, Bob, what's his name, says on the fan. Take it or leave it. God. I had a question as to whether or not you could do me an uncensored show accessible only on the archive page. I'd love to hear just one hour of you uncensored, playing and saying whatever you wanted. Maybe you could uh, turn into a pay-for-listener podcast. Hope you're well in Toronto. Have a happy turkey, John Lake Worth. I'm fine, and no, we're not doing that. I'm an old fart. Oh, here's another Mr. Radio, an old picture of Larry King at WIOD. Oh, that's exciting. And another one, old picture of Rick Weaver. Mr. Radio's lost it. He's lost his mind. Are you getting these two, or just am I the just only one? Just you. That's... You're the Honor. only one. Oh, my God. God, get a freaking no, life, like would you way. please? I have no life. Oh, God. And then this guy claims he's not the original chronic Mr. Radio? There's no doubt. Sick. Really, really sick. Rick Weaver, by the way, looks he looks a lot better than Jimmy Syphilis, I'll tell you that. Now, Fat Chris, did you hear that uh, spot we're playing with Jimmy Syphilis with that call? No. Yeah, you did with Ted Ginn Jr. on that the Dolphin touchdown. Oh, I guess I heard it. Ted Ginn, I'll go into the house. Take it to the house. They ought to put you in the house, Jimmy, under house arrest. For your so-called work on those broadcasts, man, you are embarrassing, humiliating, and degrading. 
Just when just when we thought we were making progress, Tony Cigaretto retires, and now Jimmy Syphilis is like the superstar over there on 610. All these years I listened to 610, and now this. It's terrible. Although it's on this station, it's not on 610. Well, he is, but see, I don't get that either. We have this incessant... You're, you're right. George said it this morning before the show. He said that, like us and the guys across the street, it's all like a big fraternity. It's all an incestuous right. relationship. And you're absolutely correct, sir. <laughs> Biggest names. Steve Goldstein. But you can call me Geldy. Whenever I'm in town, I listen to wait a minute, I am in town. It's the twelfth to one hour. <laughs> won't take the train. You won't carpool. You see a hummer. You start to drool. You won't walk. For 20 feet, you'd rather take your SUV. You can't drive, you can't heat without crew. You're in deep. You need it for your plastics. Withdrawal symptoms make you sick. Whoa, you'd like to think there's lots more under the soil. Oh, yeah. Huh, that's what you think. That ain't the truth, though. Closer to the truth to say you're totally spoiled. You know, you're gonna have to face it. You're addicted to oil. Might as well face it. You're addicted to oil. Might as well face it. You're addicted to oil. Come on, Laura. Might as well face it. You're addicted to... Yeah, dance with them girls. Might as well face it. They're addicted to oil. Trouble one at 560 WQM. Here's a sad uh, email from some Canuck. Hey, Neil, did I hear you say you're going down to South Beach for Thanksgiving? No, you did not. I hear the weather's been beautiful there this month. Maybe I'll see you at Pearson. Not Pearson Airport, my ass. Pearson What? Huh? Going to South Beach for Thanksgiving? Am I a crazy person or what? We know that. Okay, the poll, I changed it. Okay. What? Well, that's the only way you're going to make a 1,000. No, it's all good. I'm cheating for you on your behalf because it's close to Thanksgiving. These people are busy, man. I don't know what they're doing, but they're busy. And busy. I'm busy, and they're busy. All right, well, you got your, uh, your uh, what is this called, log there, program log? Yeah. All right, uh, since you didn't do it last break, uh, this next break, play that dollar mattress, or read that dollar mattress. Well, wait a minute. It was on the last break? Yeah. That's why George sent you the email or whatever it was. Uh, I hate to break the news to you. There was no uh, live spot. I know. It was written in. That's why George sent you the message. I actually remember this conversation because it was ten minutes ago. <laughs> it didn't say anything about dollar mattress. It said about some other spot that was um, that I never heard of before. The no. email that I sent you. Yeah. The email he sent you said, read dollar mattress at uh, 11.56 or 55 or whatever. 11.56. I don't think I got that one. You read it on the air. Yeah. That don't mean I got it. <laughs> oh, you, you think I'm paying attention to most of these emails I'm getting here? And this Mr. Radio, I sent him, I sent him, a, a, I, I replied, which I almost never do. I replied. I said, get an effing life, okay? And he just continues nonstop. Oh, I thought you'd enjoy the, yeah, how rude. Rude my ass. Get lost, you bastard, you crazy lunatic. How rude. No, it's rude of you to be tying up my damn emails with all your crappy pictures of Bill Calder and Mike Ranieri and uh, uh, Rick Weaver and all these dead people. How rude. Get a life. 
Get a freaking life, you loser. Mr. Radio. What? First of all, what kind of a person walks around calling himself Mr. Radio? A radio the head. Ultimate loser. Ultimate radio groupie. Him and Super Dave. Remember Super Dave? Yes. Another loser. I'm sitting at the table in the dining room in Pompano Park years ago, back in the good old days. I'm sitting there and minding my own business, eating my dinner, and along comes Super Dave and plomps himself down there. And Rich wasn't there that night. I was there all alone, enjoying myself, just sitting there, taking and smelling the horse crap, even through the glass. And here he comes in. Oh, don't I look good? I lost 45 pounds. Don't I look? How do I look? How do I look? How did he look? How did he look? Just like he always looked, just like crap. That's it. Super Dave. He comes to ask me how I think he looks. I couldn't get rid of him, man, for love or money. Ba 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 ba. And finally, he got. The, finally, after a very long time, he got the message I wasn't interested in his company. And he, what? He slinkied away. What is wrong with some of you radio losers, Mr. Radio? Nobody's interested in you and your stupid old pictures and your obsession. This is a living. This I, I get a paycheck, a big one, twice a month. And even after January 1, still going to be getting a decent, not so big, but still a decent paycheck twice a month. More than you'll make in a year, Mr. Radio. Which is obvious, because how could he have all day long to be sitting there and sending me this crap every single day if this was somebody with like some kind of a substantial life? I would die if anyone ever found out that I have blank, that I do this. I have nothing I'm ashamed of, 404. I spank my weenie, 115. Oh, no, not that. Have sex with prostitutes, 51. I'm an alcoholic, 36. <laughs> Listen to Neil, 31. Vote, voted Republican, 27. Then I'm gay, 24. You fairy. Get stoned at work, 19. Sleep with a teddy bear, 17. Then I'm a virgin, 14. Voted Democratic, 13. I'm a crossdresser, 13. Enjoy ballroom dancing, 8. Watch soap opera seven. Binge and purge. Four. So that's the end of that pool, and I put the new one up there, which is good. We've done it before long ago. Speaking of halls, halls of uh, fame, flaming fame. Mr. Radio, how rude. Get all, get lost. I'm going to block him next time. I'm just tired of your crap. You know the problem with these people? It's just like the chronic callers. You give them an inch, and they want 50 miles. Right. Well, they're the same people. Obama chooses Jim Neighbors as Deputy Director of Office of Management and Budget. Oh, Ron Neighbors. Rob Neighbors. Oh, golly. Yeah, Rob Neighbors. I thought it was Jim Neighbors. Shazam. Who should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and is not? This is a tough one. we got 15 votes on there uh, so far. We've done it before, though. I just said that. Didn't I just say that? What? Did you read that read spot? Read Dial a Mattress. <laughs> no, let, let me go back and see the deleted messages. Maybe it's still on there. Okay. Mr. Radio, Mr. Radio, Mr. Radio, Mr. Radio, Mr. Radio, Mr. Radio. Yeah, I'm not joking. Are you kidding? No, all these pictures. Oh, George Rodriguez at a live spot. Oh, add Dialamat to the. See, I didn't. I didn't get it. Oh, sorry, I abbreviated it too much. Dialamat, my ass. Go get the phone. This is a day, man. Didn't I tell you before the show today? You did. I told you this was going to be a day from hell. I saw those uh, all those Joyces you took. Set the tone. I did. Oh man, I was uh, rejoicing and rejoicing. Must be the holiday season. Rejoicing the Lord. Who should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and ain't Chicago? They got my vote for. I'm playing Chicago the rest of the day. Jethro Dull too. Now that's tragic. Jethro Dull, the Doobie Brothers won. Rick Shaw won. Yeah, how about Ricky Ticky Shaw? Do you know that he sent me a, a happy birthday email on MySpace back, you know, November 4th or 5th, whatever. 
Yeah. I sent him back when I responded to him. He, ne he never even read my reply. Huh. MySpace is dead. It's a dinosaur. They're all doing Facebook, which I don't want any part of. I don't want any part of either one of them. It's dead. I'm getting out of the MySpace business, I think. And I, and I get all these people, uh, you know, friend request, and I, I add them and add them, and they never they never send me a message. They never uh, communicate. So what, what do they want to be a friend for? They're just I'm your friend. They're just collecting friends. They like that oh, number to be please. real Oh, please, collecting friends. Just stop by to say hi. I'm your friend. What a, oh, God. Chicago Ford Jethro Dull 2, one each for the Doobie Brothers Rickshaw Journey, Deep Purple, Metallica, Rush, Moody Blues, it says an infomnia that they're now. Who, who gave this poll? Where did this Sean? come from? An infomnia. It's from uh, what's his name? Sean from Hollywood. See, he's adding editorial comment on there. An infomnia. Right. Kiss one. One for Boz Gags, the Carpenters. Yes. I love the Moody Blues. Who doesn't? None yet for the Osmonds, Bill Withers, Pat Boone, Fifth Dimension, Brian Epstein, Boston, Hart, Three Dog Night, Supertramp. Steve Miller, REO Speedwagon, The Monkees, Kansas, Neil Sedaka, The Holidays, The Guess Who. Oh, The Guess Who should definitely be in there, even though uh, Burton Cummings still is an a-hole. Oh, look, he's got another spin, another spin. Oh, ho, ho, he got another one. There goes another one. Yeah, 25 bucks. Oh, he's got another spin. I think I lost about three grand that night. and uh, He's just sitting there with that chick and the... The, the That's back when they still had the coins. The coins are bulging, pouring out of their both their machines. And you tell me they can't control those machines in a control room? I keep reading your book, by the way. It doesn't say a damn thing, but thanks oh, well. for it anyway. No problem. Gary Puckett and Union Gap, ELP, ELO. ELP? Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Oh, excuse me. No problem. Sorry. Read down I don't like them anyway. Joe Cocker, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, Billy Idol, The Association, Genesis, Alice Cooper, Stevie Winwood, and Jay Black. Jay Black with that great voice, God Almighty, I could just, oh, I could just imagine taking a shower with him. Years ago, of course, not now. Uh, 33 votes. Rock and roll. That's a good poll. Thanks, Sean from Hollywood, even though you put your editorial comment on there. That's shameful. Adam, I have no life in Ontario, says uh, this is an article from Green Bay. A gruesome discovery leaves a Green Bay woman and her neighbors shaken. She's shaken it. Alex Rouse worshipped her five-month-old Pekingese poodle puppy named Hulk. That dog meant everything to me, Rouse said. That dog went everywhere with me. Not anymore, though. When Rouse and her friend came home to a smoky house, Rouse and her house, they couldn't imagine what they would find. After ruling out a faulty furnace, they went to the hot oven, opened it, and found Hulk dead inside. Green Bay police say someone broke into the house, committed this heinous act. It's not yet known if the dog was dead before being put in the oven or if he burned alive. Either way, this crime is being taken very seriously. There's something that you want to catch very quickly and put a stop to before it escalates, explained Captain Carl Fleury. I wonder if he's kin to Theo Fleury. Who? Or that McFlurry they serve at Mickey D's. You ever have the McFlurry? It sucks. Yes. No charges have been filed yet. The case remains under investigation. Dog in the oven. That's sad. Yeah. Especially at holiday time. I mean, at least wait till after New Year's before you do that again. And put the kitty cat in there, not the dog. All you kids out there, are the kids off for holidays yet or what? No. No. Too early. Well, anyway, if you know any kids, be sure and tell them that Santa Claus is a lie, just like God and their parents lied oh, to them because it? their parents lied to them. It just goes from one generation to another. It doesn't make their parents bad, just liars. Dow's down 40 cent. And Barack is speaking on the economy. We're already seeing uh, bipartisan uh, 
accolades for uh, the budget team that I'm putting together uh, because they recognize these are serious guys. They're serious guys, man. They're serious. When are we starting on serious, by the way? Oh, tomorrow. The same day that Sid the Kid starts uh, in the early morning on this station. You know something? If they did that here, that would be an act of such lunacy that it, it makes anything and everything else that's ever happened before pale into its significance. Am I right or what? Yeah, but still, it would not surprise me. Oh, wait a minute. There's a fax coming. Did you send me something? Not me. Good. This may be what I'm looking for. Remember that call I made this morning? Yeah. Nope. It's a freaking fax ad. for radio will give you hours of fun every day as you listen to this half-hour premium price CD collection of someone else's misery. He's out of here. And Sports Groupers for Radio has much more than baseball. You get football players running the wrong direction. Oh, somebody check his compass. Oh, <laughs> hockey players falling on their rear ends. Somebody give those guys some foot skates. Oh, golfers hitting the wrong ball. Even soccer players running into each other. So what are you waiting for? Don't waste time considering this purchase. Order Sports Bloopers for Radio right now. Call 1-900-TOLL-CALL. That's 1-900-TOLL-CALL. Operators are standing by to keep you on the phone as long as possible. Hello? Eisner? Yes? Mouse. Oh, Mr. Mouse, good morning. How are you, sir? I'm not good, Eisner. Oh, you're not feeling well, sir? I'm watching the television, the ABC 50-year reunion special. Oh, what an amazing special. What a night to remember. Yeah, a night to remember for you. How many times were you on camera? Uh, I don't I know. counted 75. Oh, uh, really? It was all about you, you megalomaniac. You've only been with the company, I don't know, 10 years or whatever, and you're running it into the toilet. What did you think of my speech, sir? I thought it was terrible. You're awful. Why didn't I give the speech? Well, sir, since I am the president and CEO of the company, I thought... It'd be... You're an idiot. Well, we did have some major talent. I mean, we had John Travolta, Tim Allen. Uh, uh, Tim Allen. Oh, 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 Would hold you on. please? Oh, hold on, sir. Just stop that for a second. Stop that for a second. Who was that? Uh, no, no one. It's just to help you. You're saying about Tim Allen? That better not be Remus. No, 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 no. He just... called in sick today. Oh, that's... I got paperwork up to my big ears. It's Remus, isn't it? No, Put him on. No, no, sir. So you were saying Tim Allen... Put what him a... on. Is that Remus? Yeah, yes, it is, sir. Put him on the phone. Remus, Re Remus, Remus, stop that for a second. All right, boss. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> Hello. What'd you call him? Who's this? What do you mean, who's this? <laughs> How you doing, boss? <laughs> Did I just hear you call Eisner boss? Who's your boss? Who's your boss? You're my boss. I'm your boss. You're my boss. Remus? Yeah? Why aren't you here today? You called in sick. I'm taking some lost time, you know, like Sipwitz does on, on the NYPD Blue. Lost time? <laughs> you work here, Remus. I've done tons of things for you. I paid for your rehab, didn't I? I've been meaning to talk to you about that, boss. Got you off the crack, Remus. I need a little refresher, boss. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Remus. I'm almost done here, boss. 
What are you doing over there? Putting a jacuzzi in. A jacuzzi? It's a beaut, boss. <laughs> Put the megalomaniac on. <laughs> Hold on. For you, Izzy. Sir? A jacuzzi? Well, it's been very stressful these days, you know, with the fall schedule and everything getting ready. I've been very stressed. You don't need a jacuzzi in your office. You're terrible. What stress? Uh, uh, Remus, Remus, Remus. Why do we have Tim Allen? Well, Tim Allen, a major star for the company. Major oh. star? He hasn't even had a show for years. But, I mean, sure, at first it was funny, you know, the neighbor with the fence and you couldn't see his face, and Tim Allen making all those <laughs> the grunting noises, but come on! Well, he is Santa Claus. I mean, two hit Santa, Santa Claus, Claus movies. Fire him! What, what? Fire him! Fire him! Fire him! Fire him! Fire him! Fire Fire him! I'm trying to Fire say Fire him! But I can't speak. Fire him. Tell Remus it's over. I'm docking him. Tell him I'm docking him. Remus, uh, Mr. Mouse is docking you. <laughs> He's funny. I'm no doctor. I can't even read. <laughs> Not doctor. Docking. Uh, forget it. Bunch of losers. Oh, I got an important breaking news. Breaking news. Want a uh, new sounder for that? Yeah. Well, it's pretty good. Well, I got my facts, by the way. The one I was waiting for. Okay. Everything is good. All is good. 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 How's he doing, by the way, from some place in Hollywood, that idiot? Uh, the, the place is closed, and I haven't seen him in a long time. What? The place closed down a long time ago. Did they really? Yeah. Good. Remember those greasy, uh, fat-filled sandwiches? Yeah, I miss them. Me, too. They were good. All is good? We could have put them on a the map, but it was too damn cheap. And then remember, we finally embarrassed him into buying a couple of spots. Yes. All is good. And then the 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 coup de grace was the day that he brought in a piece of handwritten copy. Not that they were paying for a spot, but it was a oh a Super Bowl parties at the Super Bowl subs. You know, remember? Like it was yesterday. Reports are coming into CBS4 concerning Mayor Miami Mayor Manny Diaz being considered for a cabinet post in the new Obama presidency, ranging from Secretary of Transportation to Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. Manny Diaz. Oh, my God. The last time CBS4 News spoke with the mayor, he said he was proud to be in the mix. However, a short time ago, CBS4 News I-Team investigator Jim DeFetis spoke to his Democratic sources. Oh, this is from Jim DeFetis. Fat Jim Defeatus, they said that while Diaz might be under consideration, nothing is close to being final. Thank God. Don't do it, Barack. Don't do it. If Diaz is to make it from Miami City Hall to Washington, it'll be after the mother of all background checks, it says. He and his associates will be interviewed by the FBI, and there'll be a huge questionnaire to fill out, at least 63 pages worth of inquiries from the Obama transition team. He stole a guacamole. That's what I heard about Manny Diaz. Can you believe that? Yeah. I don't know. From Jim DeFetus. There, there's another one. There are five, maybe ten people tops who are sending 99% of every email that we get. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Yep. Now, Jim DeFetus, he's one of the real ones. I'm sure it's coming from him because he sells a lot, sends a lot of self-aggrandizing crap. Like I'm going to make him famous. And I know he's a groupie, so for sure he's out there. What else is he going to be doing? He don't have no job that I know of. Does he have a job? Not 60 votes on the new poll, by the way, and Chicago is leading with 10. Rush with seven. Rush is great. Canadian boys, eh? Indeed. How's it going, eh? Boy, it's a little bit of sunshine out there. I see a little patch of blue sky. I better take a picture of it because you won't be seeing that again very long. 
Let me take a puke at the uh, temperature here in case Castronova might be listening. Three, 38, plus three. Not bad. No snow right now. It's going to They keep predicting snow, and yesterday it dripped. It peed all day. Cold pee. There's nothing worse than a cold pee. Although, actually, you know, I'm, I'm not that big on peas. Do they serve peas at Thanksgiving? I hope not. Uh, not any more than uh, anything tomorrow, else. Tomorrow, let's see, up to four today, 40. Woo, heat wave. Two tomorrow, three on Thursday, and sunny, and four on Friday. Hallelujah. Looks good, like good weather for Woodbine. <laughs> oh, that's what I want. That's my ultimate dream is just to have like a billion dollars in cash and small bills and just my own personal row of machines at Woodbine. My own quick okay. hit row and my own Wheel of Fortune row. Quick hit is fun. Do you ever play it? No. No. I keep I keep pushing that. Well, you're the one that sent me the book on the slots. I thought maybe right? I'd like studying up on for it. For you, not me. Oh, for you. For the I'm big, the horse the guy. Big, you know. uh, big spenders. They got the two-cent machine. Of course, if you play the max, it's, it's six bucks a hit. But that's okay. They pay. They pay good. And then, of course, there's somebody. There's one. I told you, the old geezer who smells like he peed on himself. Yeah. Always there playing quick hit and always playing like one credit, like two cents. You know, I put it like in a $20 bill and I keep them going for like two hours tying up a machine. And you see all these quick hits coming up, stuff that would really pay if he was playing anything. But, of course, you know, he gets four cents here and eight cents there. And you're just just spitting blood because he's taking up the hot machine, man, and getting nothing. Just just sitting there on his ass, peeing on himself. Big Joe in Boynton Beach says, Howard Stern hasn't been funny or interesting in years. He blows. His audience is as boring as him. I will say that. He doesn't have the electric audience like we got. We got like a <laughs> oh, yeah. an electric, eclectic audience. All six of them. We got Jim Defeatus. We got the fake Tom Jicka, the fake uh, Larry King, the fake uh, Who Am I Leaving Out? Fake Jolly Joe, the fake Fat Chris. Even the fake Fat Chris hasn't uh, chimed in today. Now, now, let me ask you a stupid question. I know I'm stupid. I admit that. Unlike a lot of the other blowhards on the air, I right. admit being stupid. Because if I weren't stupid, I wouldn't work, be working for these bastards, and especially fat-ass Jolly Joe. But what is it about, like, the holidays that... I mean, people aren't out Christmas shopping yet. Sure they are. Are they? Sure they, they are? are. Yeah. If they're smart. They're smart. They're smart. They keep their money in their pocket, except for our fine sponsors, of course. And, of course, you'll notice every year, you'll see, every year as we get closer and closer to Christmas, the law gets emptier and emptier. That's uh, so backwards, yeah. Yeah. The opposite of every other radio that's station. That's the right? ass-backward uh, broadcasting thing. That's, that's because it's uh, this place. You don't want to buy any spots, would you? The biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports lead. They're smoking it out in the Everglades. Yeah. There is a chemical that always seeps into my mind. It seems to happen each year right about Thanksgiving time. It isn't pot or crack or even LSD. It comes right out of the turkey. Yeah. If I'm not careful, it will happen really soon. My head is bobbing and it just fell on the gravy spoon. Just a quick cat nap, I promise not to snore. Wake me up by four and I'll have more. If I get tired. 
said it's all because of El Tryptophan. Can't keep my eyes open, won't be watching Babes in Toyland. I lay on the couch and in a short time I'll be right asleep tonight. 1232 at 560 WQM. Thanksgiving, man. A time to be with family and a time to pig out. Forget about the family. Just shovel it in there until you're passed out in the corner and maybe die. What a way to die, though, huh? Oh, yeah. And I'm not going to be able to get no uh, big Thanksgiving dinner here because I, I, every year I say the same thing. I started saying that to you this morning and we got sidetracked. Not that it would have made any difference because they just don't. Uh, the, the Canadian Thanksgiving already took place like weeks ago, back in October. Yeah. And so the restaurants here don't make account. At least I've never found one that makes account for the fact that there's Americans here are celebrating Thanksgiving this Thursday. How about some turkey, huh? How's about some Canadian bird? Sounds good to me. Bird is the word. The fake Charlie B says. <laughs> oh, at least it's a, a new fake somebody, right? At least. He says, I know that lately my polls have sucked more than Chad Pennington in every glory hole in Wilton Manors, but I think now I've redeemed myself. What's your favorite South Florida road name? And he's got a list of these silly. <laughs> Gratney Parkway, Ives Dairy Road, Brothers to the Rescue Boulevard, Avenue of the Americans, Blue Heron Road, and a few others. I know now I've redeemed myself. My next poll idea will be, what's your favorite South Florida intersection? To be followed by, what's your favorite South Florida public restroom? Signed by the fake Charlie B. Oh, I'm sure that uh, the tea room at Westland, J.C. Penney's would win. Don't you think? Are you sure? I'm positive. Are you sure? So speaking of that, the fake Tom Jicka wrote this a long time ago. I saved some of these because they're so bad. After taking a brief hiatus from radio to pursue TV and movie projects, Phil Henry's back on track with the relaunching of Talk Radio Network FM's The Phil Henry Show. Since the launch just two weeks ago, over 40 markets have added Henry to their late evening lineup, including markets like San Francisco, Houston, Miami, Minneapolis, San Diego, Tampa, Denver, L.A., West Palm, and Charleston. The relaunch of the show also allowed Henry to incorporate some new elements into the program, tackling issues and breaking news of, uh, of the day while still uh, using his humor and voice characterizations. It's not surprising how many stations welcome the return of Phil Henry, said TRN FMCO Mark Masters. Phil is the master of satire, always delivers a payoff, which brings perspective on important issues of the day. He's truly a genius in his art form. Now wait till you hear these hours. The Phil Henry Show airs Monday through Friday from 1 to 4 a.m. Okay. And is refed 4 to 6 a.m. Wow. On TRN FM. 1 to 4 a.m., and refed 4 to 6 a.m. And then 8 to 11 weekend, they must play the tapes on uh, IOD. Hmm. Numerous PDs have commented on Henry's return, including KFMD San Diego Program Director Dave Sniff, who said, Phil is simply a master of blending humor and issues. In Omaha, KKAR PD Neil Kelk Nelkin said, Phil Henry was the perfect addition to our schedule, a live show during the late night hours, relevant, foreground, and outspoken. Response for the first two weeks has been much more than I expected, he said. In other words, he didn't believe there were that many people up at that hour of the night? I guess that's yeah. what he's trying to say. Well, good luck to you, Phil. Are you sure? I guess. We forgive you for being in a turncoat and a right-wing sellout and then, and then turning back. You know, he's like a chameleon. Whatever way the wind is blowing. What exactly do you have against Manny Diaz, asked Chronic Frank. He's done an excellent job. Have you been to downtown Miami lately? No, I have not. He may be Cuban. Oh, that must be it, because he's Cuban. But he's not part of the Cuban political crowd that you despise. 
I assume that you're judging. I'm not judging him at all. I'm assuming him based on the fact his name is Manny Diaz from Miami without knowing anything about him. Wasn't this kid the one that was making the counterfeit money? Yes. No, I think that was somebody else. No, it was not. Okay. What do you know about Miami politics, huh? Nothing, Peter? but I think that was somebody else. It was? I'm not sure. Well, I'm sure you're wrong. All right. Paul says, I'm hearing on your show about this Bubba Love Sponge. I'm looking forward to the challenge. You should be nice to the ten people emailing. You need all listeners you can get at this point. It's been pretty funny, though, actually, regards Paul. Oh, from the fake Paul Castronova. He's looking forward to the challenge. Oh, my God. You know it's got to be the fake one. Because the real one can't be that stupid. He's looking forward to any kind of a challenge. Their numbers went down in his last trend. I wouldn't wish it on Hitler. Yes, it was one of his sons. Manny Diaz. I told you that. What? Now, why are you being such a bastard? Because there was somebody else who was involved in that that kind of thing also. But I don't want to open up a mouth until I find out who. But you already did. Didn't you already open up a mouth, Chris? No. He said, yeah, he did. <laughs> oh, you're bad today. I'm getting out of here. I'm leaving. It's two against one today. You tub. And I was just thinking about this weekend being the weekend I sent George out his birthday card with a check in it, another check. <laughs> what? What are you charging about? No, chart Chris made about? a funny face. Yeah, I bet he did. It's always the usual funny. one. Mm -hmm. The unusual one. It wasn't Manny one. Diaz. It was uh, Rolando I uh, wasn't going to uh, say any other name. I just I know that there's somebody else involved in such a thing. In their kid making counterfeit money? Yeah. No, oh, you're thinking or about the one whose kid was uh, had the big pot deal in New York. Who was that? That was the, uh, that was the chief. Uh, police chief. Timony. Yeah. Right, that's no, I'm, right. I'm thinking Timoney. of a counterfeit thing. Mahoney to owning Ma Timoney. That was down 43 points. It's not doing much. It was up earlier, and then uh, and then they all started opening up a big mouth. Hank Paulson spoke, and Barack spoke, and eh, we don't want this crap. We don't want this stock. Down 40. Let me take a look at Sirius again. I want to keep everybody abreast of it, because it might turn out to be a gigantic buying opportunity <laughs> if it goes under $2, or $0.02. Cent. Oh, it's $0.15. Cent. It opened at 17, it went to 15, and it's staying right there. It's rock solid, baby. Serious. Rock solid. 15 cents a share. You could buy bubblegum for less. Well, at least you used to be able to. You never bought baseball cards because you're not a sports nut. How about you, Chris? Did you ever buy baseball cards when you were a kid? Yeah, when I was a kid, yeah. Before puberty, I uh, was into all that stuff. Put them in your spokes. We used to trade them. Put them in your what? Wrecked them. In your spokes in your pokes. of the bike? I didn't have no bike. Yeah, I guess I did have a bike once upon a time. I don't remember uh, riding it, though. I remember falling down on it. Yeah, because even as a kid, I was a klutz. I've always been a klutz. Do you do that? Do you, like, run into, like, stuff, walls, or stub your toe on stuff? Or... Sure. I do that all the time. I'm bad. I'm a bad klutz. But I admit it. There's another thing people don't want to admit, to go back to the previous poll. Mm -hmm. Dow is down 33. It's not too bad. 8410, 8406. Uh-oh. Don't do it. That lady's going to get really upset. We got 98 votes on the new poll. Not too good. Who should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? We've had nobody suggest anybody for it either. Not one suggestion. Chicago 14, Rush 10. Moody Blues 7. Metallica 6. Deep Purple 5. Kiss 5. Jethro Tull 5. Yes 5. Boston 4. Get serious. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, they're mm -hmm. all right. Alice Cooper, four. Ed Sullivan, three. That's because he was a hell of a singer. Journey, three. Doobie Brothers, two. Pat Boone, two. With those love letters in his sand, with his gland in his hand. Pat Boone. Rick Shaw, two. Boss Gags, two. Joe Cocker, two. 
Alta Conquer don't have any yet. Billy Idol, two. Genesis, two. Carpenters, two. Bill Withers, one. The Fifth Dimension, one. Hart, one. Steve Miller, one. The Monkees, one. Neil Sedaka, one. And guess who won? ELP, one. ELO, one. Blood, Sweat, and Tears, one. Jay Black has got one. It's getting old and droopy, but he's got one. None yet for the Osmonds. Brian Epstein. Three Dog Night, Super Tramp, Ario Speedwagon, Kansas, The Hollies, Gary Puckett, The Union Gap, The Association, or Stevie Winwood. And how about Sheb Woolley? Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Bill, that's me. WQM got one from the fake hill Henry, who says, Neil, you are the turncoat. I always had the best of intentions, sure, and wanting to get you out of Miami. You turn on everyone, including your audience and your own family. Everyone respects your talent. Few respect you as a person. Please change before it's too late. (laughs) Okay, Phil, I'm changing my underwear right now. Phony. Yeah, he was uh, my good friend, and Rick and Sud's good friend, too. And still uh, denies that he lied to us, you know, about that meeting. Yeah. They didn't show up. They didn't show up. How do you like that for a BS? They didn't show mm-hmm. up when they sold the station, and he uh, he was like it would have made that. a difference. What? Like it would have made a difference if he, if he well, said it. Well, I guess it, yeah. he was sworn to secrecy, you know, and, and so he, being the corporate butt sucker that he was, and he was going to continue working for them in uh, L.A. or wherever, uh, so therefore he, you know, he chose them over us. He was looking out for himself and not for his good friends, which is fine, you know. Number you look out for yourself first, but don't come to me and pretend that you're like uh, my friend. And then how about uh, when he was, uh, remember they were playing his tapes or something like that on IOD? Yeah. They were replaying his show on tape opposite us and, and whatever, like 80 times a day. And that, that bombed big time. And they interviewed him in West Palm in some one of those phony magazines. Uh, and who who do you respect in radio, Phil? Who do you like? on? Uh, well, other than Howard, I can't think of anybody right now I'd recommend. Right. I wish him all the, uh, like I said, I, you know. Are you sure? Except for the fact that he lied to us and turned on us like a cornered rat. And then, of course, did his right-wing BS thing, you know. When in doubt, sell out. Here's one from Deadbeat Jolly Joe. 
You better listen carefully, Chris. I'm listening. Neil, I'm your boss. You are my employee. I will no longer tolerate you ripping me or my love slave, Chris, on the ear. From now on, you do as I say. Coming out of the next break, you'll play the drop-in of the Schwarzer saying, What's up with your Verkakta Mishpocha? Followed by Steve McQueen is Jewish. Followed by the Chicago Cubs are Jewish. Followed by Harry Kira saying the Cubs suck. Then you'll take Prozac Ron's call on line nine. And then you'll say, I wish I was a three-legged doggy so I wouldn't have to, li- uh, so I wouldn't have to lift my leg to pee. Then you'll go to the next break, at which point I'll email you with my next set of instructions. No more Mr. Nice Guy. I'm playing Butch Boss with you from now on. Welcome to hell. Signed, Joe Bell. P.S. Please add Iggy Pop to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame poll. This is another order from your boss. <laughs> oh. Put it on boyfriend, there. boyfriend, Chris. You're really butching up for the holidays, evidently. Fat-ass Jolly Joe. So when are we going to get the inside story? Oh, and I also have one about uh, Sedano again. Same. I'm not uh, getting sucked into it, okay? Let them ramble on. Keep mentioning my name. Spell it right. Bop, 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 with all the homophobic crap and all the BS. They're going to put on, they must really be uh, upset, because you told me that this morning. They're pissed off over the fact right. that I blurted that out over the air. I got it on very good authority. We don't just, we just don't make crap up, okay? That's right. Got it on very good authority. They're going to syndicated radio, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. over there at Waxy, 790, because they're on the verge of throwing in the towel. Cutting back, cutting back, cutting back, cutting back. Just like over here in this place, they're cutting back. But my God, put somebody on the ear. Somebody, somewhere, sometime beside that phony Dan LaBastard guy. With all his phony uh, MySpace friends. At least I got real MySpace friends. They don't write to me, but I got real ones. Probably not. Probably all phony, too. <laughs> You'll never know. Oh, here we go. From George Arnold. And uh, Sarah Palin will do this. And Sarah, Don't care. No interest. Go away. The stuff that we're getting on this email today, I wouldn't, and I predicted that, didn't I? I told you, I'm not disappointed, oh, yeah. I knew it. Two days before Thanksgiving. They're all busy, man. They're too busy for us. Here's a sad puppy story. I don't know if it's true or not. Do I want to read it? I don't know. Oh, I'll, I'll save it. Why do you want to read a sad puppy time? story? What? Who wants to hear a sad puppy story? Nobody. Because this guy was too cheap to uh, take uh, to the, to pay for the uh, good veterinary care that his little puppy needed, so he took it to some bogus vet, and the dog died in his arms. I mean, I don't want to, you know, like, make fun of my buddy Frank, but Frank, don't be so cheap next time. In fact, next time, don't get a dog. If you're going to get a pet, be prepared to pay lots, buco bucks, man, big bucks, big gigantic bucks. Go out and sell them. Get a get a fourth mortgage. If they were giving any. Oh, this, the, I read this one to you before the show this morning. came in before the show, 9.39 a.m. <coughs> from Tony West Kendall, who obviously needs help. At the end, he says, saludos to George. So he's sucking around with you. Oh, well, there's one. Yeah, most of them, they rip you an ass. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Well, it's the same guy. So, yeah, most of him, he rips me an ass. See, you're rationalizing now, just like right. you did in that Manny Diaz story. That's right. And, by the way, our astute audience, not one of them uh, sent me an email saying, you're correct, his son was the one making counterfeit $20 bills. Well, why would they have to? I corrected it right away. What do you mean by that? No, you did not. Did oh. he correct it right away immediately? No, we went into a break. No. Yes. Maybe. I don't know, and I don't sure, care. But, sure, we did. But the audience should have been on top of that, man, like Stink on Joe. And they weren't. 
Antonio, Sir Tony, says, Good morning, Neil. I think you should have a lightning round like you used to have. Every day you should devote 15 minutes in five-minute increments debating and exchanging ideas with the likes of Quarter Schlotz guy and Prozac Ron. Yeah, debating and exchanging ideas with the Quarter Schlotz guy and Prozac Ron. The third one or sh would or should be done by one of your polls as voted on by your listeners. Your ratings would skyrocket. Oh, yeah, this is what your listeners want to hear, really. You'd have people going out of their way to bring their radios wherever they might be. You'd start a trend of people all over with portable radios stuck to their ears. Think about it. You can call it Neil's personal lightning round, says Tony West Kendall. Right. And we can talk to the same three or four people every day for 15 minutes. He even mentions the quarter slots guy, which I'm pretty sure must be him. Mm -hmm. Because who else in their right mind would ask to hear him? Right. No one. That Not thick even his That thick sound, you know, quarter slot guy. I've had bowel movements that are an improvement over the quarter slot guy, believe me, and recently, as a matter of fact, like this morning, many of them, numerous ones, numerous Joyce's. Oh, no, put on the quarter slots guy and Prozac Ron. That's what the audience really wants to hear. Well, let him hear it someplace else. Have him call. Is this the Shirley Peters show, it asks? What does that mean? I don't know. This is an email. It says, is this the Shirley Peters show? Is that supposed to be funny? Is that supposed to be a shot? Is that supposed to be interesting, amusing? And, uh, what is it? Crap. 129 votes on the poll. Who should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and is not? Now, they're sending me like Black Sabbath. I don't know. If, see, I don't know if they're in there or not. We'd have to look them up. Right. I had a list for a while there, but you think we kept that? Oh, well, you can Google it for crying out loud. Mm -hmm. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You can get the list in a heartbeat, but you don't want it, and I don't blame you. Don't do it. I'm doing it. You're doing it? Somebody also said Wham, some uh, queen. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. The schlock and roll. Hall of Shame. Who should be in there and is not? Chicago 16, Rush 10, Metallica 8, Alice Cooper 8, Moody Blues 7, Kiss 7, Jethro Dull 7, Ed Solomon's got 5. That's the truth. Ed Sullivan, my grandmother. I've told you this a million times, but it's true. It's just too bizarre. She thought he was Jewish. She thought his name was Ed Solomon. And Mickey Mendel. To my grandmother, everybody was Jewish. Doobie Brothers 5, Deep Purple 5, Boston 5, Yes 5, The Carpenters 4. After that, it's Small Potatoes. Like Frankie Pentangeli, man. Small Potatoes. So you got your list? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I'm uh, coming back at it the other way. What do you mean by that? I'm going to try to find a list of who isn't in there. Of who isn't in there? Yeah. I have the list of who is. That's like forgetting a list of all the dogs that aren't lost. The great rock and roll Hall of Fame swindle. Who's not in there? Okay. Anybody we don't have on our list? The monkeys. The monkeys are on Grand our Grand Funk Railroad. Oh, Grand Funk. Okay, get them on there. Todd Rundgren. Is not in there? It's on our list already, but I'm just saying T-Rex. Todd Rundgren is on there? Is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And where do you see him on our list? I don't, because I'm not looking at our list. I'm looking at this one. Well, then why did you just say he's on our list? You're losing it, man. I, okay, think, yeah, I, think, there's, I think they're slipping you some bad yeah, that crap. That must be it. That was down 136, down, by the way. I'm not too pleased about that. Roxy Music, Brian Ferry, Brian Eno. Brian Ferry. Iggy Pop, somebody already mentioned. Oh, yeah, that was Jolly Joe Bell. So sweet. That, don't don't ah. you dare put oh, embarrassing. that embarrassing. Sweet, a.k.a. The Sweet. Sweet. Hard sweet. time for pets. More sent to shelters or abandoned because people got no money. This shelter in suburban Atlanta, for instance, has seen a tenfold increase in pet abandonment during the past two years. And not just dogs and cats. Look at this. 
A goats. had to give up his goats. How do you like that? They got his goat because nobody's got any money, man. It's desperate. These people are out there robbing banks and stealing money. They don't have time to send us emails uh, to this show. Forget Biggest it. Names. I don't blame them. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Uh, this is Scott Farrell. And when I'm up in Boca Tica slapping old women with painted lips around the pool, I listen to the Neil Rogers one to two hours. Uh, I mean, I listen to the Neil Rogers fair and balance one to two hours. Jason, you're on QAM. We don't have any National Guardsmen because they're all fighting a war in Iraq right now. Not the National Guard. Pardon? Not the National Guard. No National Guard in Iraq? Not, not, there's no National Guard, uh, no. The uh, doctor that performed the surgery on uh, Jay Fiedler's thumb, mm -hmm. isn't he the same doctor that performed the uh, procedure on your toupee? Um, it's the doctor who performed the surgery. Let's think about that. What's his name? Klein. Feeler's doctor? Yeah. I don't know where he. Who, who, I don't know who he used. Did he use George Caldwell? I'm not sure. I think I'm not sure where he was went. a doctor, isn't he? I'm not sure where he went. Did he go to Holy Cross? I, I didn't read it. Not sure. Well, bottom line is that I don't, the doctors can't tell how long Jay's going to be out. No, you're not. You're not sure. Somewhere at least a month could be up to eight weeks. <laughs> Somewhere in there. Wally on the wall with you on QM. been brought to my attention that uh, your ratings are dying now. Yes. Well, I don't want to show you what a big asset I was to you and how. Rectum. You thought you could find somebody good enough to fill my baggy pants? It ain't easy. <laughs> there ain't no chance I'll ever be coming back. <laughs> Outside of considering a lucrative contract. Hmm? If you want to know what will save you from shutting that transmitter to down... That's easy. Sure. All she needs is We've got some real detective work to do now. And wouldn't you know, it's right at the holidays, too, when people are going to be, like, laying low. Yeah. The fake Barry Jackson says, and I, I got a hint of this because Ed Berliner uh, said something this morning on uh, across the street, said somebody earlier, and it wasn't worth reading, so I Schmidt canned it. But fake Barry Jackass, who is definitely not to be ignored, says Ed Berliner was on the ticket this morning from 6 to 10 a.m. From 6 to 10 a.m. What does that tell you? Nothing. What do you mean by that? That tells me Sid the Kid wasn't there. Oh. Finito, maybe? Finito, adios, arrivederci? I didn't notice the difference. 
And so that would like uh, add to all the uh, rumors going around about Sedano is going to do the morning. They're going to put syndicated crap on from 10 to 3 and basically throwing in the towel because I'm sure Sedano works real cheap, real cheap. So syndicate either uh, took that deal with the uh, syndicated deal with the uh, not syndicated, but with a satellite, which I doubt because it fell through, I thought. And or he's just out or maybe he's actually coming over here. Oh, my God. Whoa. Can you begin to imagine that? No. Five to seven a.m. Although it's before most people are awake, so that's good. Now, where are we going to get the info on? And see, if Fat Boy and some of our other radio spies out there would send us some worthwhile crap, as opposed to some stupid audio clip from George Sedano ripping me an ass, which nobody gives a crap about, then we'd have some information. See what I'm saying? Ed Berliner yep. was on this morning. Don't you find that? Well, you wouldn't. What do you, what no. do you think, Fatso? Yeah, whatever. What do you mean by that? I don't. You really don't find care. that mysterious. You don't find that little, like a little bit bizarre with all the other, you know, not in and of itself, but with all the other uh, rumors going around. Ed Berliner. Ed Berliner. Berliner. <laughs> Get it right. Another radio reject, retread, Ed Berliner. Pete from Biloxi says, I'm thinking of taking a two-week vacation to France. I know that you've gone to Europe several times, yeah, like several zillion times. I was wondering if you'd recommend taking a guided tour, just rent a car and go a la carte. No, take a guided tour, okay? Don't uh, rent a car and go a la carte. You'll get lost. Plus, uh, France, the only time I've been to France was in Paris, and I hated it. The people were obnoxious, and the city was like a, it's like an outdoor uh, toilet. And through all the garbage on the street. And if you don't speak French, man, not just Americans, but no matter what you are, they look at you like, like that, the frogs. I say, so have a good time there, but uh, take a tour. Don't go renting a car and get lost. And have a great time, or not. Here's one. Now, this is pretty impressive. Okay. Oh, look at that phone is ringing. QAM, hello. Hey, how you doing? Okay. You want the straight dope, as my dad would say, Sid's having a kid. But I did hear he was going to New York, but that's uh, not confirmed yet. Okay. Now, I think wow. he did say SH, didn't he? I, I just dumped it. Maybe Sid's. he didn't. Sid's. Oh, Sid's. Sid's. So Sid's going to New York, and he's out of there. So he's sure not coming here. Thank God for that. So all these rumors are true. Sid is leaving uh, across the street, and that's the rumor anyway. And they're sticking Jorge Sedano on a morning drive. Talk about taking a dive in drive. And uh, they're putting syndicated crap on 10 to 3. That, that's their solution. So there you go. How do you like that? Leave All right. it to one of our, our first call uh, is a radio detective. Sure as hell beats that stupid fake Tom Jicka who didn't give us any info on this stuff. Shame on you, little Tommy. Runways are based on compass headings. 9R is 90 degrees right runway. 18C is 180 degree uh, uh, something, says Big Al. Okay. This well, this goes back to Tony Cigaretto, you know. Runway a nine R. Like who the hell knows? You know, Tony, cut the crap. Another, he was like Cambrell Martian, only a white guy, you know. An Italian Cambrell Martian. Sports nerd made into a, a, a news anchor with zero credibility and, and always laughing and always <laughs> everything was a big joke. Silly Tony, you know. 
We're smelling Super Bowl. Da -da. Yeah, I remember that when he was doing the sports crap. Always smelling Super Bowl. Never got there, but he was always smelling it. WQAM, hello. Hey. Oh, very controversial show. WQAM, hello. Hey, hello. Yes. Who, 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 who am I calling? Who are you calling? I'm calling QAM. Yeah, you're speaking to it. Yeah, I'd like to, if I can, uh, get on the air and talk to Neil. You're on right now. This is me. No, no, it ain't, because he wasn't taking any calls today. I'm taking calls. If I wasn't taking any calls, then why would you call? Well, you know, just to see if I can get through. But you got through. Now say what you wanted to say, or, or you know, either fish or cut bait. Hello? Hi. Hello? <laughs> Woo! Excellent. I was going to say best call of the day so far, but it was not the first one, even though the guy was, like, very dull-sounding. The first guy had some information there about Sid's going to New York. It's not confirmed, but Sid's going to New York. Maybe he can sit up there in Imus's lap and lap it up. I mean, he's been making no secret of the fact that he wants out of that horseball town and back to New York. And there probably are people up there stupid enough to put him back on. Maybe he can get Imus uh, canned again. Wouldn't that be good? Ooh. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. Yeah, do you guys have a uh, foreigner on the list? Because they're not on, on the uh, Hall of Fame, and they should be. Okay, look it up. You're looking it up or doing you have yeah. that? Yep. Oh, boy. Let me take a puke at the uh, poll. 17 for Chicago. 11 for Metallica, 11 for Rush, Moody Blues 9, Jethro Dull 9, Kiss 8, Alice Cooper 8, even Ed Solomon's got 7 with Yes. Yes has got 7, Ed Solomon's got 7. Foreigner's not in. Foreigner's not in. Get them on there. It's one of my favorite groups, and they definitely should be in there. Yep. I mean, make no mistake about it. Although probably a lot of people in this audience would be very upset. They don't like no foreigner. <laughs> You. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The
bought my ticket and I'm holding my passport tight. Oh, we got some crap now. I'll tell you that. So since wife had a baby. Okay. But also uh, the fake uh, Barry Jackasses, he's going to uh, Sirius XM. So believe what you will, you know. But anyway, his uh, wife had a baby. All right. And then there's a whole biography here of uh, Sid the Kid. He's going to Sirius XM in January, says the fake Barry Jackass. Here's a whole bio. In November 2005, he did this, he did that, he did the fan, blah, 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 beep, beep, beep. Made the multiple appearances on uh, the Donnie Deutsch show and the John McEnroe show and this and that, etc. So the wife just had another kid, and that's why he wasn't on this morning. Okay. The gravity guy has got some really shocking news. He says, hey, Neil, WTVJ says Tony Cigaretto is retiring, in case you didn't already know it. Uh, yeah, and President Roosevelt just uh, had a bad headache. What, what is with these people? I mean, I realize they can't listen, you know, four hours a day. Well, why not? Long, but my, well, that's right. Why not? In case you didn't know it. Well, we knew it. We talked about it at length, okay? If I'm not mistaken, there's a guy by the name of Mike Paxton, says Joe. Who does traffic in the evenings? Is he the uh, one who screwed up so many years ago on WIOD? As Tom Roberts? Huh? Who the hell was Tom Roberts? Never heard of him. And I never heard of uh, Mike Paxton either. Does he do traffic on his station? Do you know Fat Chris? Uh, it doesn't sound familiar. No. He's probably thinking of Buddy Bud. Paxton. Oh, you people, man, I'm telling you, they must be digging into the turkey and the booze a little early this year. The fake Marvin Raw man, here's a first. Wow. Neil, I'm currently beginning the 322nd chapter of your unauthorized biography, currently titled Dealing with A-Holes, How I Survived Over 30 Years in South Florida Radio. I have some questions for you, sir. Oh, here we go with that sir. Who could this be, huh? Not Crazy Mario. Not that, could it? Maybe. You've mentioned on occasion that you've got a brother. Is he still alive? What's his name? None of your business. Is he younger than you, older than you, or is he a twin? None of your business. I assume you don't speak to him too much. Why is this the case? Did he reject you because of your sexual orientation? <laughs> Did you reject him because of his? Yeah. Was he too much like his father? Was he too much like your mother? Was he too much like both your father and mother? Does he have a wife and children? No, he's a fag. If so, do you ever feel regret at not having nephews and nieces to play with, uh, etc.? Take to the track, take to the ice cream parlor, and so on. Do you have any other siblings? Please respond. This is important for the book. Thank you for your time. I hope you like the book. Marvin Rawman. Oh, God. Thanks for that show on Whammy, too, Marvin. That was a real doozy. All these people with no lives, you know? I have no lives. None. Zero. Here's a really stupid one from uh, Michael. Michael Bird Dog Scroggins. A real moron. Neil, do Jewish people observe Thanksgiving? If so, have a good one. Best regards. I mean, you're a moron, Michael. Do Jewish people... Yeah, Jewish people even celebrate Columbus Day. How do you like <gasps> that? Why? I didn't know he was Jewish. Oh, my God. Christopher Columbus? You better get with it, mister. You better... You don't know your Jews. Uh, I know as many as I need to. How do you like that? Do Jews, Jews observe Thanksgiving? That's the problem with the world, I'll tell you again. Too many goyim. Too many dumb goyim. Too many dumb people in, in general. I forgot about Jew Lieberman for just a second. Oh, I'm, I'm throwing out that story about the puppy. That's... Too, it's too Good. sad. First of all, I don't believe it, and secondly, it's just uh, it goes on forever, you know. I mean, ask God; He'll tell you. Dogs die. Speaking of Mo, says uh, Gay Ted and Wilton Manners. 
Can you please tell me the story of when Mo confronted you in the, par- in the parking lot? Everyone loves this story and wants to hear it again. No, they don't. They've heard it a million times. What's there to hear? Oh, yes, you're correct. They're one and the same, side by each. Mike Paxton, Paxton and Tom Roberts. I don't know either one of them. Me think about those traffic people. Oh, boy, they sure had the egos, man. There was only one traffic guy who, other than uh, Al, what was his name? That the, that Al Roker. No, no. Mr. Radio sent me his picture with the plane, Al, a hundred years ago. Al Bundy. I'm Mark Morgan. There now here's go. Neil Rogers on 560 Q8L. Right, who else could do it like Mark Morgan, huh? He could do it. He could bring it. He could sing it. And if he didn't have the right info, he could wing it. He could Ted wing it. Stephen Jersey says, the only thing creepier and more entertaining than listening to a couple of two-bit jock-sniffing announcing homers gushing over a home touchdown or win is listening to the same homers, homers speaking in hushed tones like they were doing play-by-play at a funeral. WTF, how embarrassing. Mad Dog should save his all ride for when he's washing Chad's package in the shower after the game. You might be gay, Neil, but these guys are haggots. Your show is the least gay thing on QM. Sheesh, says Stephen Jersey. Sheesh. About the Dolphins broadcast team. They really uh, set new lows for the broadcast industry this past weekend. And don't get me wrong, I like Little Dog and Big Dog just fine. But that's personal, not business. But business, oh my. And that Jimmy Syphilis. See, if we had somebody with balls, and I don't want to knock Little Tommy, the real one. But he just, you know, he just don't want to say it. Maybe he disagrees with me. Maybe he thinks Jimmy's a wonderful broadcaster. I mean, Barry Jackass is just a suck-up for the guys across the street, and he'll basically kiss anybody's ass who's on the air other than mine. And Jicka, he just, you know, he don't uh, have time. And, and as a matter of fact, his thing in his blog yesterday, nobody read it, about Bubba Love Sponge and about I'm not going there and yada, yada, yada. So Sid's going to Sirius in January. He's leaving. He's bailing out. So wasn't that the rumor yesterday, the story? Part of it. No, no, is that that they were doing syndication starting in January, ten to three. Mm-hmm. So that would make sense. So the kid is leaving; he's bailing out. They're stuffing the Sedano there in the morning for about fifty cent an hour, and they're going to put syndicated crap on ten a.m. to three p.m. Talk about just throwing in the towel, like they're always saying on the gambling channel. Oh, it's capitulation! It's capitulation! Yeah, remember that song with uh, Roger Williams and Jane? Uh, what was it, Jim Morgan? It was capitulation. I know. Remember that. I'm trying to remember it. Fascination on Cap Records. Boy, what a memory I've got for Useless Swill. I would say 1955. Fascination. You got it? And then there's uh, instrumental, too. Roger Williams and some violin guy, some fiddle guy. Also on Cap Records. You don't got it? I ain't got it. I'll be damned. Boy, you really... 181 votes on this uh, poll... Who should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Now, what did you have on the original poll there, Fatso? Oh, give me one second to flip back. What? 787. 787. 77. And 181. Oh, we're not going to... 183. What? 183? 183. Oh, that's good. So that means I know how to cheat, man, with the best of them. I know how to manipulate the poll. Believe me, lots of experience over the years. Dow is down 88 points, by the way, for those of you market watchers. Here comes the money. There goes your money. Sorry. I wonder if we got any races on from Fraser Downs. That guy just 
is a panic. Oh, we got even worse than that. We got Roger Houston from the Meadows in the snow. They're racing in the snow, George. Ooh, they always do. Racing fifth, Bell Harbor Baby, sixth on the outside. That's Bio Joba, seventh, just catch it. The Meadows. Roger Houston, man, talk about a self-indulgent uh, a-hole. God, ego bigger than the entire universe. Uh-oh, outside just went Ostrad. He jumped it off, as they say. I don't know why they say that. It's like snowing and slushing and sleeting and puking. They think the horses enjoy that, running in the uh, brutal weather? Uh, no. I think we ought to call the SPCA. Call the PETA people. Yeah. What? <laughs> he didn't call it. It was too close. I bet you it's a dead heat. I can't believe he didn't call it. He's got a big mouth. Attaboy, Roger Houston. He was the first uh, public address announcer, the first race caller at Pompano Park. Did you know that? Now you do. Nope. I told you that before, but you forgot. What? A listener in West Palm says, Neil, I love Mad Dog and Joe Rose, but this Joey Porter stuff is a bit much. Big O said that Porter should get a suspension. Mad Dog answered by saying that Big O never played football which is all beside the point that a player can't ignore a coach's orders. I don't care how passionate he is. What do you tell the next guy who does the same thing? I could imagine Shula's reaction. Mad Dog also had the best of Warren Sapp on the other day. I guess he had a minute to kill. Turned over to 790 this morning. Ed Berliner was hosting Gator Seminoles bashing each other. Kill me now. Not sure if Dickie Farkle has a show, but he calls in every Saturday to an oldie show on 960 that I listen to. Don't know what Ron and Paul's ratings are on 98.7, but the company had to put him on there before he would sign a new contract. They moved Bob and Tom, who always do well, to 94.3. Listener West Palm. Thank you, Michael. Joey Porter, my ass, man. What a jerk. And then Chris is sitting here. In fact, Chris defending him. Oh, what's wrong with Joey Porter? Besides, he's an a-hole and got a big mouth and gets stupid penalties. What's wrong with him other than that? Are you still defending the defenseless? Well, no, I mean, like, I saw uh, Sperano telling someone to get off the field. I didn't realize it was Joey. So. It was Joey, and yeah, he waved him off like, uh, screw you, man. Yeah, see, I didn't see him wave him off, so. Screw you, you guinea bastard. That, that's what he was basically saying, you know. I don't like his altitude. He's a real turd, Joey Porter, a real turd burger. And, uh, and you notice the way the whole team, like, lost their cool at the end? They were just so embarrassed and humiliated. I didn't see the Patriots doing that the first time when the Dolphins just smeared them all over the field up in Foxborough. Did you? Nope. No. That's because the Patriots have two things, class and ass. Biggest name. As in Max Casker. This is Neil Rogers. And Max. 560 QAM. The Force Leader. The biggest names. Best the best talent. It's the Mad Dog. Jim Mandich. Afternoon. The Sports Leader. <laughs> Talking on a sports show, trying to be macho. Your voice sounds just like a seven-year-old girl, a little sports whole shill. What else are you there for, Gelby? Gelby, talking like a baby who needs a little training. Why can't you understand? You don't sound like a man. Remove the rubber bands. That joke, your scrotum, 
Sirius XM. This this was from a few days ago when it was 17 cents. Okay. And it says, this is from CNNMoney.com. Sirius XM at 17 cents. Look out below. The satellite radio company has to deal with Detroit's woes, a tapped-out consumer and its own debt. So even at 20 cents a share, the stock's not a buy. And now it's 15. Brother, can you spare a dime? It says, during the Great Depression, 10 cents could buy a little something for those really hard up. During this financial crisis, ask for two dimes, and you can get a share of Sirius XM. That's right. The stock of the much-ballyhooed satellite radio merger has plunged more than 90% this year and was trading recently at just 15 cents. It says 17, but now it's 15. And now several analysts wonder if Sirius XM will even be able to last much longer without a major restructuring. The outlook for Sirius XM has grown increasingly worrisome at the current time looks bleak said Frederick Moran, an analyst with the Stanford Group. At this point, you have to question whether SiriusXM will survive 2009 and its current structure. There is a likelihood that it could enter bankruptcy. Oh, no, how are they going to pay Howard that $100 million? How are they going to pay Sid the Kid if he goes up there? The company would not officially comment about its stock price and concerns about bankruptcy. How did it get to this point? SiriusXM was officially formed this July after the FCC finally approved the merger of the nation's only two satellite radio firms. The two companies, which charge customers a monthly subscription, have been losing money since their inception because of its many big expenses. First, there was the huge upfront cost to launch their satellites. Both companies also spent heavily on marketing to attract customers. Finally, and most notably, there's the huge price tag to lure talent. Howard Stern, for example, has got a five-year, $500 million deal that began in January 2006. Big Three posed big problem for Sirius. The biggest problem is the company's reliance on auto industry. SiriusXM has got deals with all the major car makers to have satellite radios pre-installed in their vehicles. GM, Ford, and Chrysler are begging Congress for that bailout, and speculation is swirling that one or more of the big three may have to file for bankruptcy as auto sales have plunged this year. And while Detroit's Asian rivals aren't facing near-term cash crunches, it's not as if Toyota, Honda, and Nissan are enjoying healthy demand. What's more, the credit crunch has made it tougher for people who might want to buy a new car to get an auto loan in the first place. The automobile industry is collapsing and the banking industry is collapsing, so if somebody wants to buy a car, there's no money to finance such a purchase, said April Horace, an analyst with Janko Partners. With that in mind, SiriusXM said when it reported third quarter results last week, it expected subscriber growth to slow in the fourth quarter of this year and in 2009. The company now expects to win this year with 19.1 million subscribers and next year with 20.6 million. That's only about 8% growth down from about estimated subscriber growth for 10% this year. Horace said that the credit crunch is going to hurt SiriusXM in another key way. She said consumers will be less likely to buy satellite radios for their homes or cars from retailers. The Circuit City bankruptcy filing is a perfect example of how much demand for consumer electronics has fallen after all. After all. What's most worrisome is that SiriusXM has got more than a billion dollars in debt maturing in 2009 with a $200 million tranche. It was originally $300 million due in February. What the hell's a tranche? Don't know. Like a, like like a, a branch? Trench? T-R-A-N-C-H-E. Installment. Branch. Crunch. Munch. Look it up. Looking it up. Tranch. A division or portion of a pool or hole, an issue yeah. of bonds derived from a pooling of like In other words, a payment. They got a big payment coming up. Big fat payment coming up. Dig deep in your pockets, man. Serious my ass. Fifteen cents a share. Oh, Neil, you belong on Sirius. You, you know, just, just by accident. Just the fact that my agent is totally inept. That saved my ass. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Ted Nugent is not in there. It says three, 30 million recordings sold. 6,000 sold-out concerts. Ted Nugent. You want to put him in there? Sure. Even as Absolutely. As he is? 
Mm-hmm. Sure, go ahead. And here's another one. It says Ted Nugent. Two in a row, not from the same person. And here's another one in Chinese. Ted Nugent? No. Oh. Just in Chinese. Well, it, you know, it's from uh, Apple. It's from a Mac. Isn't that what you tell me those are? Yeah, a lot of times it is. Now, why does that happen? When people send me emails from a Mac, it, it shows up in Chinese print. Or in, like, it looks like Chinese. Illegible. Why is that? I don't know. Just the way it is. I don't know. It's just the way it is. What a hell of an answer from our computer expert. It's just the way it's, it is. It's a different uh, operating system, so sometimes stuff doesn't transfer over right. Well, how do you like that? Smack the Mac. <laughs> Chicago's in first place. They got 20. Metallica, 15. Rush, 14. And after that, only double digits. Moody Blues, 11. And Jethro, Jethro Tull's got 11. What is with you people? Wow. <laughs> The best talent. You're with Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The fourth leader. Q- the the best talent. It's the D.A. Show. Weeknights from 8 to 11. Oh, my God. 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 Oh, Mom, those are the best hamburgers you ever bought. Better than the pizza you had delivered last night. Well, what are you kids up to tonight? Drugs? No, Dad. I've got my bulimic group and tomorrow night's lesbian scout. Uh-huh. Son, you need help with that scale model serial killer you're building? Some other time, Dad. Cindy and I are going shopping for condoms. Oh, sounds like you're getting serious about that girl. Oh, Dad. Well, I think your mother and I will relax and watch some porno movies. Gee, you two are the best parents a kid could ever have. Thanks, Dad. Oh, that's quite all right, dear. Thanks, Mom. That's quite all right, dear. Join us again next time for Family Values Theater, where life is a figment of the vice president's imagination. Okay, 145 AQM. Just got a, a amazing email from the fake Norma Kant. All right. You'll be my, my devoted client, Neil. You'll be happy to know my efforts to get you syndicated are long last bearing fruit. Please call me the minute today your show ends so we can hammer out the details. Beginning Monday, December 1st, you'll be syndicated on the following stations. WWON AM 930, Waynesboro, Tennessee. KBET, Winchester, Nevada. KSYL, Alexandria, Louisiana. WVON, Berwyn, Illinois. And WBAA in West Lafayette, Indiana. There are drawbacks, but I've assured our new affiliate partners this will not be a problem with you. Drawback number one, your show will be taped delayed in Nevada. Drawback number two, the West Lafayette radio station technically belongs to Purdue University. As a result, your show will be filling in when the regularly scheduled student host failed to show up due to class, hangovers, apathy, or general meshuggas. Drawback number three, due to a licensing agreement with other radio stations in the Alexandria and Waynesboro areas, you can no longer play any comedy but not produced by Boca Bryan or some other internal show source. Four, drawback number four, no more Yiddish, and for Christ's sakes, don't let them know you're a Jewish, atheist, Obama-supporting homosexual. Those are the only drawbacks. At last, I've done my job. We'll discuss my new commission shortly. Yours, Norma Kant. Somebody took a long time to write out all that swill, you know? Yeah, that person took a long time. What? It's the same person. Well, why do you say that? Because I believe it. You don't think there's like two or three? Maybe two, but I doubt it. Oh, here's an idea for the poll. Best TV sidekick of all time. We've done it. You want to do it again? Tonto. Robin. Let's just put those two on there. Artemis Gordon. Dano. Link. Lamont. How about Lamont Cranston? How about Dave Lamont? Speaking of a farting guy, no, I don't think so. We've done it a million times. Sidekick. 
How about John McCain? He was Bush's sidekick, according to the uh, campaign. Remember that? Mm-hmm. He wasn't a maverick. He was a sidekick. Dow is down 34 points, and Sirius is hanging in there really rock solid. That's 15 cents. It's a buying opportunity. I haven't heard from the fake Maria Bartiromo today yet. No. Nope. Because the market is like, come see, come saw. You know, it's like, uh, not this, it's more like that. Someone who supplies marijuana to a patient who has a doctor's approval for it can be prosecuted for dealing drugs. The California Supreme Court ruled yesterday in a narrow interpretation of California's medical marijuana law. Advocates on both sides of the case agree the unanimous ruling will encourage Californians to obtain medical marijuana from patient co-ops, which are authorized by a 2003 state law, rather than from an individual supplier like George. Ideally, it, the ruling, won't have a tremendous effect, said Joseph Elford, a lawyer for the Americans for Safe Access, a pro-medical marijuana group. Patients will now increasingly get their medication through collectives and cooperatives. The 2003 law provides an alternative outlet for patients, agreed Deputy Attorney General Michelle Swanson, the state's lawyer. She said Monday's ruling applies only to a category of suppliers, those who are not the patient's caretaker or fellow co-op member, whom the voters never intended to protect when they passed Proposition 215 in 1996. But Lawrence Gibbs, attorney for Santa Cruz County, man who appealed his marijuana dealing conviction, said the court made it much, much more difficult for qualified patients to get their medical marijuana. Although patients can turn to co-ops or clubs, Gibbs said, the resulting centralization of cultivation and supply will make raids and prosecutions much easier for federal authorities who are not bound by Prop 215. President-elect Obama said during the campaign he supports the state's right to legalize the medical use of marijuana but believes it should be subject to regulation by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Well, what a shame. The pot police are coming to a uh, door near you. Going to knock it down. Jason says, have a great turkey day. All the best. Hope you're around for uh, years, for next year's Thanksgiving. Oh, I see. Put down the ice cream, says uh, Jason. No. Then it says he puts the turkey in the basket. Hmm. In closing, could you please put Willie Nelson on the pole? No. Also, Tick is a two-faced slime ball. Just walk away from that son of a bitch, says uh, Jason. I don't know what he's got wow. against Tick. Isn't Tick one of the uh, people that we've been giving us spy reports the last couple of days now that we know that the guys across the street are like Aftsaurus? He's one of them. He's one of the uh, moles, and they got a lot of big yaps across the street. Man. Pop, 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 pop. A lot of loose lips that sink ships, man. Every time somebody takes a sloppy BM over there across the street, we get wind of it right away. And I do mean wind. It's an ill wind that blows no good. Isn't that how that saying goes? Something like that. The sun was out for a little while before. Now it's murky, and it looks like uh, wintertime. It looks dank and depressing. Not good. Pete from Boca says, I've been listening to you rave about the Godfather movie for years. I, like you, like love the first two, but the third not so much. Being of Sicilian descent, the movies have parts that touch really close to home. The wedding, the food, the way the characters talk to each other. And what I like best is that I don't have to read the subtitles. The Italian they speak in the film is really a Sicilian dialect, which differs greatly from Italian. I don't know if anyone has ever translated what they're really saying in Sicilian, but I'd be glad to help you with this. Oh, yeah, Pete. Let's spend a few weeks uh, translating The Godfather. The clip from the movie you played yesterday where Michael explains what a good husband he'll be to Apollonia, one of the men says the word menja, that translates to trouser trout in English. I will send more translations as I come across more dirty words. Can't remember them all right now, Pete from Boca. How do you like that? Wow. Menage la miseria. I wonder, I wonder if they say that in Sicilian. I'm sure they do. Siciliano. Okay, let's take a look at the pool. I haven't had like a whole bunch of uh, names uh, put in here, and that's probably good, because then we'd have to look them all up. And then we'd probably find that most of them are already in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 
Who should be? And, and you know, Mr. Radio vanished after I bitched him out and I threatened to block him before. Good. Oh, no. Sending me those stupid pictures of all the dead the QA IOD people. Why would anybody do that? What does it add to the show? Is the audience going to see them? Well, what is there to say about them? For a guy who claims to be know. a radio... No, seriously, for a guy who claims to be a radio groupie, he doesn't understand that he sent me swill that nobody cares about. It has no impact on the show. Nobody can see it. We're not doing television, as Alex Bennett would say. Television. And not driving a Miata. Oh, he was such a wimpy. And he's on Sirius. Alex Bennett. Sirius? Yeah. Who should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame who's not? Chicago 24, Metallica 17, Rush 15, Jethro Dull 14, The Moody Blues 13, Deep Purple 10, Kiss 10, Doobie Brothers 9, Ed Solomon 8, Genesis 8, Alice Cooper 8, Yes 8, Journey 7, Boston 7, Steve Miller 6, The Carpenters 6. How can The Carpenters not be in there? I mean, that, that's just crazy. The Guess Who 5, Rick Shaw 4. Heart 4, three, uh, 3 Dog Night 4, ELP 4, Billy Idol 4, Grand Funk 3, Pat Boone 3, The Monkees 3, Boggs Skaggs 3, Fifth Dimension 2, 2 for Super Tramp, REO Speedwagon, Neil Sedaka, ELO, Joe Cocker, Blood, Sweat and Tears, Stevie Winwood, Jay Black, 1 for Foreigner, The Osmonds, Bill Withers, Brian Epstein, Kansas, The Hollies, and none yet for Ted Nugent. They all wanted him on there, but no votes yet. Todd Rundgren, Gary Puckett and the Union Gap and the Association. Gary Puckett and the Union Gap should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Oh, my God. Please call the doctor. Biggest names. Crazy people. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. It's Dave in Miami town. <laughs> At 560 WQAM. Way up in Tampa was a crappy morning show. Oh, my God. Then in Orlando, they ran it, too. Now they can't compete in old Tampa Bay. They're on in Jacksonville and Zeta, too. Run and run. They just aren't that funny. And something tells me they make too much money. Run and run. Boy, they blow. Absolutely. All of the Yahoos like to call them the bros. Bash the gays and the ethnics too. You fairy. They're worse than Sonny Fox or Paul Harvey's shoes. Lasseter, Milo, and even Joey too. Run and run. They just aren't that funny. And something tells me they make too much money. show is a real snoozer, but I must give credit where credit is due. After five minutes of that bad radio, makes me love that Chuck Myers morning show. Run and run, they just aren't that funny, and something tells me they took lessons from Sonny. The biggest names, the best talent. And your home for Miami Dolphins football. 
Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Uno, dos, tres. Uno, dos. Uno, dos, tres. Estoy contando. Abajo de la lluvia. Uno, dos, tres. Uno, dos. Uno, dos, tres. Estoy contando y me gusta. Increíble. Acceptable. This is not going to happen anymore. Anybody else does this on this team. Doesn't matter who it is. If it's Joey again, they'll get suspended. Is that what you do? Do you send out the? Do you fire out the warning shot? Is that what you use? Because you, the, there is no precedent set. So now this is it right here. Here's the here's the watershed moment. Here's where you draw the line. Is that what you're going to do? Whatever. We'll see. Anyway, so of course I'd love to hear your opinions on it. Everybody's got an opinion on that, and I think. Again, we kind of talked about it this morning. We talked about it in the afternoon yesterday. It's it's one of those that when when you have authority, most of us kind of uh, have to listen to it, right? And you have to follow by the rules. And when you don't, there's there's a price to be paid. And and that's the thing that we'll see what ends up happening here if if that does end up happening. Anyway, five six seven oh five sixty. That's toll free. In Dayton, Broward, in Pound 560, if you're an AT&T or Verizon wireless customer, Heat lose last night, porous defense against Houston. Again, it's kind of a tough matchup for them, too, because when you look at the guys that they're that they're trying to defend, uh, not easy, my friends, okay? That's the problem right there, that you, you look at, at the 